Okay, guys, so I know we always do the do a nice little cold open where we just kind of shoot the shit for a minute, but I'm hijacking this son of a bitch. Oh, God. And I'm no. going... No. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm going completely... Don't do it. ...out of order and off the rails. You're going commando? Well, yeah, that too, but... Okay. That has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. Oh, God. It's a good movie. <laughs> well, guys, uh, I just want to let you know it's been it's fun being the Turnbuckle Podcast. As soon as this, Jason gets done saying this, I'm not gonna say that, dumbass. Well, Hold on, if Josh and Emmy ain't got us canceled yet, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait till I wait till I hit stop on this opening part, and I have to tell you what Emily said a second ago. <laughs> she just created a new a whole new word. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm scared. Oh, you should be. You, should be. you definitely should be. It's something that you will never be called, and Adam Jacobs damn sure will never be called this either. Now I'm really scared. <laughs> All right, but uh, 100% straight up, I'm taking over the opening of this podcast to uh, go ahead, and I'm not waiting till the end. I'm giving my pop right now. Okay. I, uh, you know, I know I, we always talk with each other and, you know, everybody, especially the friend group knows, you know, money wise, we got everything paid, but we don't got a whole lot of extra. Right. Well, I messaged Jennifer last Friday and I was like, Hey, I promise shit's going to get better. I said, we're going to. I said, we're going to get out of this funk. We're going to have, we're going to be able to do stuff. I say, everything's going to be okay. And she messaged back like, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, I, you know, that was more kind of just, I said, I was just telling you things are going to be okay. And it was, you know, not just for you. I was telling myself too. I said, there's something coming up I want to do that uh, I know I'm not going to be able to. So I'm just trying to let every, you know, let you know and me know and everything that everything's going to be good. She's like. Well, what's going on? And I tell her, and she's like, oh, okay. And about 30 minutes later, she said, check your email. I, Jennifer took it upon herself, so I have the greatest wife ever, to go online and purchase two tickets. To paradise. I mean, yeah, kind of. I like it. I like Eddie Money, sorry. I, I like Eddie Money also. <clears throat> but no, she took it upon herself to buy two tickets, one for me and one for Joshua over here, to go to Atlanta Sunday and watch Cleveland and the Falcons. There you go. Hell yeah. I mean, totally unexpected. Totally wasn't seeing, didn't see this coming at all. Because like I said, I knew we didn't have, really have the extra for it. But she said, she's like, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You don't know when they're going to be close again. She's like, I can kind of move stuff around, play with money-wise to where we can make it work. Yeah, because it's not one of those, like, uh, you know, the Eagles play the Falcons every third year. Right. Or every fourth year. We'll do a home-and-home with the Falcons, then a home-and-home with the Titans. Uh, Cleveland doesn't do that with – well, they play Tennessee once a year, but – well, they did a home and home with the Titans two, I think two or three years ago because uh, the place I was working where when me and Jennifer got married, the 
Cleveland was going to Nashville and was going to play, and we were going to go. But they wound up scheduling me to work that Sunday, and we I couldn't get out of it. Right. Yeah, that's, that's great, man. And the funny thing is you and I sit there and talked about it the other day. <coughs> right. We had talked about it, and that's – uh, they had just talked about uh, – Cleveland had just beat uh, the Steelers last Thursday. Uh-huh. And I got to – I looked up their schedule the next day while I was at work and wasn't, didn't have a lot going on. And that's when I saw they were at Atlanta for that. And then I was like, man, I, I would give anything to be able to go. And like I said, that's when I messaged Jennifer. And like I said, 20, 30 minutes later, she said, check your email. And there was a order confirmation. And then about 10 minutes later, the tickets came through. Awesome. Uh, have you been to the new stadium yet? I've not. It is awesome. It's so much better. Did you ever, did you ever go to the Georgia Dome? No, I've never been. I've never been to a pro football game. The only uh, I've been to those few Tennessee games that I've been to, and uh, the Appy State Connecticut National Championship game the last year they did it in Chattanooga. Yeah. yeah. I was at that one, but those are the only. Where's that App State in Kentucky? App Connecticut. Connecticut. Wow. In Chattanooga. Uh, it was the national Indiana. championship game when they did the the Division Two championship. <coughs> FCS championship. Yeah, FCS now. It used to be Division Two. They moved I it. Think they, it was like maybe sixteen or seventeen. Uh, no, nah, it was before no, that. No, Lord, no. It was way before that because yeah, I was, there. I was still working at Shaw and uh, dating the black hole. Was that when it was uh, the storm, the real bad weather? It was Joe Flacco's last college game. I, remember, I had tickets go to one. Actually, you and I were going to go, but it's the year that they called for snow, but it ended up being that horrible rain that tore up the field real bad. Oh yeah, that was it. Was after that because the year, the one I did, the one I went to was the last year they did it here. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember what year that was, but that was also the last year that they put Chattanooga in the college football games. You know that? Oh really? Yeah. After they quit <coughs> using a the field, they didn't develop it anymore. So it had to be thirteen ish, fourteen ish, somewhere around that area, or earlier. Uh. Because the last game came out in 2013. No, nah, it was before that. It was seven or eight. It had to be no later than that. Yeah, it was 07, 08, somewhere around in there. Yeah, I mean, you have a good time. There's not a bad seed in the next stadium at all. Like I said, uh, not last season, but the season before, Murder and I went down and watched our Eagles. No, it was last year. I'm sorry. First nice. game of the year. Uh, Murder and I went in there. We had went, uh, the last time we went was when Vic came back to Atlanta as an Eagle. But that was at the old stadium. This new stadium, there's not a bad seat in the house. And uh, one piece of advice, don't try to eat at the Chick-fil-A. Well, no, it's going to be Sunday. Well, yeah, a lot of people get there and you'll hear people bitching about the Chick-fil-A being closed. Hey, wife, behind you is the actual seasoning salt. And they'll be like, that's your daughter. 
they'll be like, why is it closed? <laughs> then why is it in here? Well, they do more than just football on Sundays here. Right. See, that's when they need to take my advice and make the restaurant chicken today. Have I told you about that one? No. I, you know, no, I was trying to get Will and me to go in and buy food truck together. Do what? I was trying to get Will on the way to RCW for us to go in together and buy a food truck, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were only going to work one day a week. We was only going to work on Sundays. We was going to copy Chick-fil-A's recipe, party <laughs> to Chick-fil-A parking lot, call ourselves side chick. Well, see, that's kind of like my idea for chicken today. It was everything Chick-fil-A does, waffle fries and everything, but it's an actual restaurant that's only open on Sundays when Chick-fil-A is closed. Oh, we was going to steal their parking lot and everything. Hell yeah. I'd have Josh come up there and change the sign. <laughs> come see your side chick. No, just park in the <laughs> theater parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll dress up as the cow. Don't nobody go there anyway. Y'all will have fun. And then the next Sunday is the pay-per-view, right? I think yeah, so, is yeah. Saturday. Is it Saturday? Next. I thought Josh said it was October the 8th, which that would be a Saturday. It would be Saturday. Unless they change the date, I'll be at Casey and Woody's show. Yeah. So we can still watch it on Sunday. I'd rather do that. Because Saturdays are my college football slash wrestling days. Right. Oh. Are you doing show next yeah. I've been doing right. that show. Take us a break. We'll come back and start with uh, these re- reverse. Yeah, we'll take a break right here, real quick, and then we'll be uh, getting into the news reviews, and then. Uh, it's going to be too hard to do the watch along in two different places. So I think we'll just do, uh, that discussion topic we talked about and I'll bring that up whenever we start the discussion. So, uh, hold tight guys and we'll be right back. What's up fuckers and welcome to another exciting, enthralling and engorged edition of the turn the buckle podcast. I am Jason Hampton, Josh Cox, Will Clark. Ben Thrasher, uh, what are you guys watching that your house to be engorged into something? I, I'm i just trying to think of other things that started with the letter E. <laughs> do, I, do I need Google Bridget to mention as well? <laughs> Goddamn shortcomings. <laughs> yes. That, that is the name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Z. Gotta have the Z at the end. You're gonna put a Z after the G? Uh, no, a Z. Like the Z guys. Like the Z guys. <laughs> double the Z. Double, double E, double, double Z, flavor. double flavor. Josh is our headliner. <laughs> <laughs> Joshy Z. Shit, we either making money or losing money. There ain't no in between when I get up there. Probably losing. Well, I did used to say I wanted to be a reverse stripper. Pay, oh, yeah, pay me to put clothes back on. Yeah, I walk in naked. All right, ladies, five bucks. I'll put the socks back on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, you're you're one. Anybody else want to subscribe to that Patreon? We got a lot of good shit we can put on there. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. 
Jesse. Yeah. Or which, Justin, you get in there yeah. too. Which Jesse gonna pay you to see shit? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, fuck. <laughs> so, how was everybody's week? You're the good. one that slept with her. It care. was it was it was quite quite good. Uh, I'm just saying this. If Hansen and I didn't hit it, that's saying something. Especially for back then. Yeah. That, that, if me, Hampton, Lamar Phillips, or Joey Idle didn't hit it. <laughs> Between You're lucky of- you hadn't been walking and your dick fall out your pants leg. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Be like Eddie Murphy. No, doctor, you don't understand. I can't pee in my house. Fire shoot out the end of my dick. <laughs> Are you getting a burning sensation when you urinate? No, it's like my dick is a fire hose. It's like I shoot fire out the head of my dick. <laughs> All right, so yeah, great week. So about that news. You I, said I've cussed my manager out twice now. Great news. Because they ain't going to do shit to you. Well, no offense, but maybe they'll fire your ass and you can get a job where, you know, you can have better hours and better days and better respect. Is that Taco Bell sauce? Exactly. <laughs> what the? F- it was the Mexican pizza. I was born a Mexican pizza and kiss. It was Mexican pizza. See? Why are you so fat? <laughs> That's why. The, the damn Mex- Mexican pizza. Taco Bell should not have brought them back. Just for Josh's sake. I would have riot. They shouldn't have brought them back because they're gross. Man, you shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore's mouth right now. Yeah. <laughs> three three gets one, motherfucker. Well, two and a half because he's on the phone. Did you just fart? I think Will likes the three on one Did odds. you just fart? I heard a little gust of air. <laughs> <laughs> a little gust of air. It was a gust of air. It wasn't Ben. Nope. Trust me. It, I can't trust the fart right now. No. Oh, God. He'll be back in 30 minutes. I take the phone with me. It's been charged. Waiting with, on this. Waiting on this. Look Why? at the family she's in. The fuck, bro? I've never tried making the shoes. I know. I'm so before we before we get into the news, let me tell you this. I was listening to Darren's podcast last night. Who my grandpa is? God. Hey Ben. Yes. Emily just Emily just called you her grandpa. Don't worry, I'll go buy you some just for men. That's weird. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if I had a granddaughter like Emmy, I'd be an alcoholic. <laughs> you kind of are sometimes. Or just be the absentee grandfather that never comes around. You see them at the grocery store, and they hand you a hundo. <laughs> see you in six months. months. When are you going to the store, Ben? That's, that's like literally my mama's daddy was that way. Oh, yeah. Never seen him growing up. He'd come into Food City when we was working there. Or Milo back then. Hell, it might have been Red Food. I'm old. Red Food Store. He'd get him a damn uh, plate from the deli. And then walk through and get it in a two liter and a thing of buttermilk. I'd bag him up or ring him up, whatever I was doing today. He goes, you got a birthday coming up, don't you? I was like, yeah. You know, about eight months away. It's in August. He goes, here's your $100. <laughs> Brian got one of my cousins around the same time. I was like, yes, two days after mine. He goes, here's him a hundred too. About three weeks later, same th- same thing. I'd probably get a thousand dollars a year from that man. Damn. Well, goddamn. But Emmy, Emmy just, I don't carry cash, so she just gets a, a quota. I got one of them in my truck. <laughs> Shiny new quota. Give her, give her a bunch yeah. of Tic Tacs. 
give her one of the new ones. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. We went really off the rails. I was going to say something before we got into the news, but I can't remember what it was. Well, shit, Paul. Oh, well. Must not have been important. All right, you said you had nothing for news? I've got a uh, resident news source pulled up right now. Uh, but, I mean, nothing's really popping off to me. I mean, like, you know, people giving their opinions on stars on their podcast. Oh, I was listening to Jared's podcast last night. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. And they're, uh, they're covering Jared and AAA getting ready for the, the next upcoming uh, Triple Mania. Yeah. yeah. And they had brought up the... Uh, I think it was in 2018, they said at Triple Mania, there was two issues with Vampiro. One of them is he's doing English commentary with Matt Stryker. So, of course, there, that's like the Spanish announced team to us. It's secondary. We never hear them and stuff like that, right? Right. So, the first one is Vampiro's supposed to do a, you know, it's not really a running because he's at the commentary table, but like Jared and Killer Cross and Conan, and they're just ripping him to shit. And they're supposed to play his music, and they're like, you know, you know, play the music. And Stryker's like, you got to play his music. It means nothing if he just gets up from the announce table, play the music. Vampire goes, play my goddamn music, and just keeps going off like this. So that's funny. They finally play the music, but uh, then uh, Conrad goes, isn't that the one, the same Triple Mania where Vampiro audibly farts on camera? You hear it through the headset. That's awesome. That's fucking great. And I had remembered this, but I hadn't heard it in years, so they'd go back and play it. Dude, the next break we take, somebody's got to Google that because they're sitting here and you hear them talking. Then it's just quiet for a minute. You come through your headphones. I was doubled over laughing last night. The shit was so funny. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, and then I thought about, you know, our main queefs on the podcast. <laughs> just imagine how loud it'll be when we get headphones. Oh, God damn. Yeah, but really all I'm seeing is just like, you know, people have plans for this guy. WWE's got big plans for Finn Balor. Yep. That's uh, apparently, Mia Yim, uh, Maria Canellis, Mike Bennett, and Matt Taven's contracts are all up with Impact. Uh, Kevin Dunn still with WWE. Jericho interview. Uh, Andrade is put in a hashtag free El Idolo. Yeah, I can't tell. I guess, I guess this is this is newsworthy following the release, the news that AEW has not released, nor will they release Malachi Black or any other talent at this point. See, I was hearing two different things. I was hearing they wasn't going to release any talents, and then I heard they said that they wasn't going to release any talents that was currently out due to injury. Yeah, they're freezing contracts like WWE did for injuries, which I don't blame them for that. No. You pay somebody for these dates, injuries happen, get your money back out of that. No, apparently uh, they're not going to let Malachi go. That's one of the things that I had heard. That they yeah, they're had, not. Uh, they Tony put him under contract and he was just not, going to take a break and come back. Yeah, I think they're going to let him... Because, you know, he's, he's dealing with a lot of shit, a, a suicide, a death, some family stuff. So I think he's going to let him get his head cleared out. That way he doesn't right. make any rash decisions. And then when all that's cleared up, then he can make that decision. Yeah, I just don't see him. Right now it's a war. They're, WWE's not going to let anybody out of work for a while either. So neither is AEW. 
what you're going to have to wait for is when contracts expire. Uh, another report I heard coming about along the same lines was that Bobby Fish was poaching for Triple H. Yeah, and then when he couldn't get him, he's like, nope, I don't want just you. Yeah, that uh, he couldn't uh, – he tried Kyle first, and Kyle told him no. Then he tried Cole, and Adam Cole told Tony on him. And then he goes back to Hunter, and Hunter's basically like, well, if I can't have a group, I don't need you. So apparently he has showed up and signed with Impact. Yeah, his anniversary. Yeah, he was there, and apparently he went on a podcast shitting on the whole – Shitting on Punk and that whole situation, which... Well, he claims Punk gave him the Iggy, which means he thought he told him to kick out of the GTS. Which, it could have been the Iggy to be like, hey, good match, you know? It's his finish. He's not going to give you the Iggy to kick out of when you're an underneath guy. Exactly. It was probably the, you know, squeeze your hand, thank you. Exactly. You know, squeeze an arm, thank you, or whatever. <clears throat> but, you know, Punk, if you'll go back and watch that match, Punk gave Bobby Fish 85 to 90% of that match. Yeah. Exactly. So he got like, shit in. Fish is the weakest link of that group. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, then I, it's Kyle, then Roddy. Yeah. So here's something that I got. I think, I think Kyle's a better, or Roddy's a better promo than Kyle. No, yeah. Uh, WWE, this is newsworthy, is very worried about Friday's SmackDown. How so? Most of their talent lives in the Florida area. Oh, is it in Florida yeah. Friday? Not sure if they're able to travel out of the area with Hurricane. Uh, yeah. Ian. 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 Is it Ian Riccoboni or Ian Rock? McClellan. <laughs> so, you know, just kind of, you know, most of their talent lives either in Tampa. This is how you can tell what area you're from. Most of the FCW people still live in Tampa. Your NXT talent living in Orlando. So it's eager to see that. But other than that, man, uh, apparently Earl Hebner was the second choice for the screw job in Montreal. Mm, Who's the first? Let's click on it and see. Let's click on it. I want to say at that time, Kyoto. Tim White. White. Huh. Damn. I could have seen White doing it. He would have hot shot it out faster than Earl did. Oh, uh, real quick, a uh, friend of mine and Jason's uh, unfortunately passed away in El Salvador on Tuesday. Uh, Dan Masters, he was the host of Dan Masters Live. He was the ring announcer uh, when WWE started Deep South years ago. He was also very instrumental in the women of wrestling promotion uh he actually got hit by a van in el salvador on tuesday and it took his life so you know damn fans family and friends that one absolutely i'm gonna try to get tyler to do a tim bell saturday yeah uh i didn't watch all of dynamite last night because the Braves game was really close, Bro, and we blew it. couldn't watch all of Dynamite. Fall asleep. Ow. Yeah, we know Jason fell asleep during the group text, but apparently yesterday Tony had said the Forbidden Door is open again. Yeah, Gato, what I mean? Gato, Gato was there. He wasn't there back in on TV, but he was there in Philly talking with Tony. Well, that's very anti-fucking-climatic. He posted a picture. 
Because Jeep Robinson is no longer with New Japan, so that's not forbidden door. Yeah, he's free agent. Like I said, man, everything else I'm looking at is just plugging people's podcasts and shit. I'm guessing they're uh, trying to get stuff together to Gallus is Gallus has been suspended indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, story, his storyline. Well, I got something here. <clears throat> so, remember our talk, one of our first discussion was about the casual fan, right? <clears throat> so, one of the journalists for Bleacher Report said this on Twitter post this. Said, I recorded a fascinating chat with a non-wrestling fan who was interested in watching after hearing her friends buzzing about Dynamite lately. So I had her watch last week's shows and report back to me. And I gained some really great perspective on what could appeal to new fans. One big takeaway for me was that anyone, she said, who, she said that anyone who thinks Orange Cassidy is bad for business is stuck in a bubble. Of everything she watched this week, he was who she liked the best. She thought he was cool, exciting, funny, and found herself rooting against Pac with zero prior context. Well, we've said that before, that he uh, he appeals to the newer, newer people, but unless you hear the people buzzing about it, unless you hear the people at the water cooler talking about, holy shit, did you see Dynamite, did you see this, did you see that, that casual person is not just going to turn on and be like, let me see what this wrestling thing's all about. Right. And that said, too, your casual wrestling fan is going to see it for what it is, entertainment. Right. Your wrestling fans are going to see it just like, I don't see how one person can love the Orange Cassidy gimmick, but shit on the pizza guy gimmick. To me, it's the same gimmick. It's it's something that takes away from in-ring. Now, don't get me wrong. Orange Cassidy, when he wrestles, is really good. But you got to take the good with the bad in his gimmick. That pizza gimmick is fucking ridiculous. I don't care. Yeah, it is. I don't care how much talent it takes to spin the pizza while you're fucking wrestling. Just goddamn wrestle. Hey, that, that's my, that was my whole takeaway is why I didn't like it. I had a back and forth with somebody on Twitter about that. They said that I took wrestling too seriously because I didn't like the pizza gimmick. No. I find nah, it. Well, we were just talking about I that take before. Wrestling seriously. Well, we were just talking about this before we called you because Josh said the same thing. You know, it's it's stupid spinning the pizza dough through the whole match. I said, well, he doesn't. I said, yeah, he'll grab it if he like locks in some kind of a submission. If he's sitting there with a, a step over toe hold, you know, spinning toe hold, something that he can have a hand free, he'll grab the pizza dough and start spinning up or whatever. He does that on some things. Uh, I've seen him do it a few times. But you can't bump and feed spinning pizza dough. You can't do a clothesline or, you know, stuff like that holding pizza dough. So he's not going to hold it through the whole thing, which is what, you know, Josh was talking about. Well, not only that, you know, everybody gets into this business. Did we look? Vin, you there? I'm here. Okay, I thought we lost you. Uh, that's my thing, though. When you get in the business, you know, you're striving to be the best and be a world champion, correct? That's that's everybody's goal is to make it, be a champion. Right. I get you got to have a gimmick, but who's ever going to take that guy seriously? Agreed. I mean, it's kind of like, I know you've seen it before. You, I know you've watched Beyond the Mat and shit like that. Uh, what was his name? Rapid Delivery? 
Rory Fox. Yeah, a wrestling paper boy. Is that going to be a heavyweight champion? Fuck no. Nope. It's Shark Boy going to be a world champion. Ah, right, Shark Boy depends on the Fed. But even if you look at those two gimmicks, in between the ropes, Roy and Dean could actually still wrestle, though. Right. They didn't focus on being the, the gimmick like Cassidy is. And look at it. If you're being 100% honest, look at the gimmicks that he does started out with that were over. Jungle Boy, Orange Cassidy, both of them have lost their luster. Oh, yeah. They're not as over as they used to be. If you took their popular music away from them, their pop would be less than it is now. Agreed, and that's why... I like what they've done with Jungle Boy and Christian because they're, I think Tony's seeing that, that he wants him to be more than just the theme song. Right. So I think that's helping that out. But I don't see him being future heavyweight champion. Unless he, unless he does a huge, you know, a huge turn here soon. Like not heel turn, but just like gimmick turn a turn with his gimmick i mean like how he's coming out trying to be the badass and just whooping christian's ass that was a good that was a good change but that's not believable either right he's not gonna he's be gotta, the badass. he's gotta find a happy medium between being tarzan and being hercules right I struggled for a minute to think of another Disney movie. <laughs> I think that's what got Will thinking because he's sitting up here like he's really. I'm trying to picture it. Well, now he's acting like Billy Badass, and that's one thing he'll never be. Hercules. <laughs> Herzan. Well, I mean, he's never going to be that big heater, the monster, the world champion. Agreed. Right. And and then in turn, if we're talking about gimmicks. You've got a monster that can work his ass off and is very athletic, but because of his gimmick, he'll never be world champion in Luchasaurus. Right. We're already halfway there with my pitch. He's already healed. Just take the damn mask off. Right. <clears throat> and the guy's got a good look. He's not a bad-looking guy. No, not at all. And he's intelligent, too. He's got a, He's legit got a master's degree. Yeah, I mean, he's huge, he's tall, he's jacked, he's got a good look. That's everything, and he can work. That's everything you want a world champion to be. But instead, hide yourself in stupid gimmicks. And that's that's a discussion we need to have one day. And I don't, Why people think they need to have a stupid gimmick. And I don't think you can utilize the excuse, oh, well, his merch will sell good. I don't think they're selling Luchasaurus masks in AEW shop or in inside the arenas. So you can't use that as an excuse if they're not selling it. I know, they, I know they weren't when we were there. Uh -uh. I need to say Luchasaurus, sir. I saw Jurassic Express. All right, that's it for news, and we're going to go straight into discussion or review. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any other thing that's newsworthy uh, other than this Saturday night we crowned a new RCW champion. That's going to fucking be me, bitches. Maybe. We'll find out, I guess. 
No, it's gonna fucking be me. I'm telling Tyler. I'm winning, motherfucker. Did you just, uh, did you just hit NSYNC? Yes, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. It's gonna be me. My. My Valentine's coming? You wish. Is she bringing Aaron to it? Oh, goddamn you, motherfucker. Josh got hit in the dick, and I'm not even there to see it, but I know what happened. <laughs> Will. Will, virtual high five. Dude, Will, Will can't head. hear you right now. That was the Will, head. virtual high five. Virtual high five. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm officially starting to go fund me page for uh, future surgery for whatever's fucking happening down there, because I'm sure I'm going to have internal bleeding or some kind of shit. So, uh... Just, uh, I'll, I'll start it up and I'll post it on the page. Just Josh. Can. Josh. Yeah. This will be the first time your dick swelled up. Oh. They oh. usually just hit it with that rubber mallet and that liquid comes out, the discharge, and you're good. Oh, like, just the first time. So what was the levels like when that happened? Did you happen to take Oh, yeah, everything was all the way red. Okay, good deal. We're good. <laughs> I don't know. I think you were diagnosed with a Hickenbottom disease when you got yours last time. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, guys, we'll be right back with the news. And we're back. Hey, good timing. You made that one right, like, as First soon as Davey, I hit the button. That Davey? What? Did Davey hit us with and we're back, too? He yeah, he did. My little dude. Tell him I said, what's up, girl? He said, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? He said, what's up, girl? What's up? <laughs> yeah, I ready to do some reviews? Huh? Yeah, let's do a little bit of reviews. No. I should. No. If I more scream, he made it 20 minutes in. Well, he just bathed through Casey's death, really. I mean. Well, he already called who did it. He guessed it. Guess Billy guessed it. Guess it was. I was him. They did it in there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that says a lot about so, him. Yeah. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Scream... It came out in 990s, motherfucker. 990s? They come out in 990s. I, 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 he has Isn't that the tax form you use if you're an independent contractor? <laughs> <laughs> Ask anybody on the WWE main roster. Uh... <laughs> Oh, man. Y'all want to do some SmackDown reviews? Yeah, we'll get into it with SmackDown. And... Acknowledges. Okay, now, I didn't watch SmackDown. I didn't watch Raw. I didn't watch NXT this week, so... Did you watch any damn thing? If anybody watches them and wants to throw something in there... Yeah, we got you. It's okay. As you give results, I'll let you know if I saw anything you was talking about. Other than the back of his eyelids. Right. I didn't see shit because I've been at work. <laughs> Because I fucking hate you. What the fuck? Alright, so I don't know where on the show this happened, but there was, it's probably the end of the show, so we'll save it for, nah, it couldn't have been the end of the show. There was a money bloodline promo. That's the that start. started the show. Okay, well that's where I've got it. And I only know this because I've seen it posted a hundred times. Oh yeah. Uh, Roman goes off on Sammy. Just take you know, has you believing him for a minute? He's ripping his ass. Has Jey Uso, who has heat with Sammy, been in the group? Has he ripped his uh, bloodline shirt off? Oh, he saw that so good. Do you wearing that shirt again? You understand? Don't you don't ever wear a bloodline shirt again? 
the crowd's like, oh, Sammy's selling it like he's about to cry. Then dude said, then Roman says, because I got you a new one. Then throws him one that says, SZ, honorary ooze on the shirt. So he gets it, gets super excited. Crowd goes crazy. He runs up to uh, Jimmy Uso. They do their handshake. He hugs Solo, hugs Roman. Jay's pissed. I, th- I thought that segment was money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And as soon as he hugs Roman, you can see Jay in the background just pissed and fuming. No matter the mash cat. Oh, yeah. I mean, selling it great. That was fucking, it was good shit. Then, of course, Sammy's like, I, I acknowledge you, my tribal chief, and thanks, Sam, and all that good jazz. Everybody's loving it. You like jazz? You like jazz. DJ Jazzy Jeff? Yes. So then we start, the first match was uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan defeating Lacey Evans. Hopefully uh, they repair eh. her. Who? Lacey. <laughs> they I mean, I'd, rather them put time, I'd rather them put time and money into Lacey as I would them Liv. They was doing good with that with the military stuff. She was going to be a great babyface and then... Yeah, it made no sense to me. But I think Lacey's got a bigger upside than Liv. Agreed. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Next, we had the New Day defeating the Maximum Male Models. Uh, I'm sure everybody, they sold out of popcorn during that match. (laughs) So they're they're teasing LA Knight leaving the Maximum Male Models and coming back to his old gimmick. Good. I thought something that was interesting, and I know... Will will love this because of who I'm about to mention. So there's a certain somebody that was on the bump, and as soon as I saw that he was going to be on the lady lump, as soon as I saw he was on the bump, I was looking through the comments, and somebody said this person needs to come back and lead the maximum male models when Ellie Knight leaves. Tyler Breeze. No. What about Maxine? Maxine can still. Well, Maxine's been doing her thing and getting in touch with Hit Row, so she might end up being Hit Row's little side. I don't know. No. Yes. Tyler Breeze was to come back. It should not be to be a manager type. No. I don't think it would be a manager. He could be like, they could be a more serious, be a more serious faction, be a more serious trio. I I don't see it. I don't think it could be taken seriously now, but that's what I could see. I would bring the fashion police back and be like, you think y'all are fashion models? Dirty dango. What we got next, Benjamin? Uh, This match sold out hot dogs at the concession stand. You have Braun Strowman beating Otis. Oh, yeah, that match. Well, actually, supposedly that was the highest rated segment on SmackDown. LeBron's over because wrestling fans are idiots and think he's good. Well, that they think Bray Wyatt anytime they see Braun Strowman because he was part of the Wyatt family back in the day. Well, Braun was probably there around the 923 uh, time, too, according to what's left on the show. Oh, yeah. Good point. So, take that out of consideration. They sold out of hot dogs in this match. And you got they think, got all the Josh, toppings. I say they sold out of hot dogs. That means a live crowd. That has no no bearing on what the what the uh, yeah no. viewership is. True. I'm gonna tell you right now. If I go to a wrestling show and I get a hot dog, if there's not a handshake with it, I'm pissed. 
The hands big on the table. You know the deal. Next, we had Braun Strowman's girlfriend, Raquel Rodriguez, picking up a victory over Dakota Kai. I'm still dumbfounded at why WWE thought it would be a good idea to put the tag belts on her and Aaliyah instead of putting them straight on damage control. Yeah, that made no sense whatsoever. Well, I guess the only thing I could think was they're trying to build her, but to me, you build her by beating, you know, EO. Not necessarily Dakota, because Dakota was never really huge in NXT. I mean, honestly, she was never a women's champion. It was just like a tag champion for a minute. Well, she was a tag champ with Raquel. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So give her the win, but after she gets the win over EO, that's it. But what I'm more torn about is, you know, you're giving her wins over everybody in the group, but last week you put her under to Bailey. Don't put her under to Bailey. Let somebody else have that win because you're pushing back the title. She's got to get the win. I understand that. But if you're pushing Raquel to be your big super baby face, don't have her face Bailey to where you got to make a decision on who to put under. Exactly. If you're having two separate factions or two separate story uh, people in storylines that you're trying to build both of them, put them in matches against undercarded talent or non-contracted talent. That way, yeah, people use stay locals. Strong. You have your local jobbers there. You have your you have your extras and catering for that reason. Yeah, you've got tons of people at NXT that's not seen anything, that's not been seen on TV at all. Put them up there, let them get a cup of coffee, let them get out there, get their feet wet, and put somebody out and put up, put those stars over. Wait, anybody watch WCW Saturday Night? I watched Thunder. I didn't watch Saturday Night. How did you not watch Saturday Night? That's the mothership, baby. Mothership. Uh, bro. bro, I've been up. Uh, I've been falling asleep to WCW Saturday Night. WCW Saturday Night is I used to watch that, then I'd watch the Braves. I mean, it was just it was six oh five and then seven oh five Braves. The first episode of Saturday Night, and I forgot this. Do you remember when Saturday Night first started? It was in a studio. Yes. And it was like half a ring, and they do interviews in there, and then they would show uh, matches on the big screen. I don't remember that. <clears throat> I. But I was watching one last night. Randy Owen from Alabama was the guest host. Oh, hell. And the matches they were showing was from Chattanooga, and I was there. Nice. Yeah, I was I was a WWF guy when I was growing up. The only time I switched to Nitro or Thunder was when I wanted to see Sting, NWO, or DDP. No, WCW Saturday Night is exactly what y'all are talking about. It's like when Raw first started. It wasn't the stars all the time. You would have... Right. It would build up your angles. I mean, you would have your WCW Saturday Night main eventers like fucking Craig Pitbull Pittman. Grilled chicken anymore. What are talking about grilled chicken? Craig Pittman and grilled chicken. What the fuck? Be grilled chicken at Wendy's. <laughs> hey, hold on just a second. All right. But no, you would have your WCW, you know, Saturday Night main eventer guys who, you know... They would build them up on there, and then whenever they would go to the bigger shows, that's when they would lose. Or, hell, Hulk Hogan debuted on WCW Saturday night because there wasn't Nitro or Thunder yet. Under your bed, whatever, what's that behind the dresser? What was it? So, I mean, that's what... What do y'all think is behind the dresser, guys? That's what those shows would be. Yes. That's where they would go, and you would have... 
you go in there. You That's where on. Brad Armstrong would go and go under to Arn Anderson but give him a banger of a fucking match. And it would build Arn Anderson up for his next feud. Yeah, it's, it's not hard. Jumping Joey Mags. Fucking Barry Horowitz. That's where all those guys, where you got to know their names. Uh, Joey Mags got squashed on one the other night. Do what? Joey Mags got squashed on one I watched. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's where you got to know those guys. That's where they would build up their talent, where they would have their set jobbers. I mean, hell, the damn Armstrong brothers were... Always. But you, can, you can also look too and see a lot of the uh, guys that were stars in territories in the 80s and early 90s were doing jobs for WCW now. Right. Uh, one match I watched, it was the last time I remember before I fell asleep. The opening match was the Steiners against Ricky Morton and Tracy Smothers. Oh, yeah. I was like, boy, if that don't scream 2000s Indies, I don't know what does. <laughs> No, that's the first time I ever saw Paulie work a wrestling match was on WCW Saturday night. Oh, uh, Paulie was in WCW. Yeah, everybody was, in this area did WCW. Everybody. He was jobbing to somebody, and I mean, getting his ass kicked. And this when uh, Paul Heyman and Missy Hyatt were feuding in WCW. Michael Hayes whooped his ass like shot on him one night because he kept fucking up. Sounds about right. Yeah. <clears throat> It was back on Saturday night, six oh five, when they were still NWA before <laughs> they had switched to call it WCW Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, but Ace Ace stuck him on one. All right, so that brings us to the main event. Was the uh, unified tag team title match? The Usos defended against the Brawling Brutes and did retain the tag team titles. Dude, that was a hell of a match. Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> if you didn't see it, it'd be worth going back and watching. Okay. All right, because I know how you are at tag team wrestling. It was good. Uh, Pete Dunn's a fucking star. Huh? Pete Dunn's a fucking star. Oh, agreed. Ridge uh, Holland Ridge? could be. Do what? Ridge Holland could be. That's what I was just about to say. Ridge Holland held his own with everybody. He could be a star. But yeah, it was a really good, really good match. Text me about some belts. Hold on just a second. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I'll send you a picture, but I found us some tag belts for RCW. Oh, okay. The belt design is based off the 90. I mean, could be wrong on my years here, but the uh, 97, 98 ish ECW world title that Terry Funk held. Nice. Nice. It's based off that. So the tag match was worth going back and watching. Oh yeah, it was really good. Yeah, if you hadn't seen it, it's definitely worth a shot to look at. Definitely. Yeah, I'll stick to these pictures in just a minute. Whoa. What? What's next? But they're uh, they're pretty badass. 
Eggs will bring us Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Raw, Raw. It's Raw. Anybody watching Monday Night Raw? I watch Monday Night Raw. Again, it was on. I saw part of it, but I dozing in and out with it too, though. Okay, so I don't know how it started. Love you so much. All I've got is, I mean, it's raw, so you know it pretty much started with a a prono, as Matt Fortune used to call him. Call <laughs> him. All right. I'm about to. Be, uh, I'm about to. Check the group chat when you can, boys. Or we'll show everybody in the group. Yeah, because both of our phones are indisposed. Uh. Yeah, I mean, if you guys think of anything, uh oh, we may have to, we may have to take this to the office in just a second, boys. Yep. You're gonna take the browser. You gonna drop the kids off at the pool? Bro, there ain't no dropping nothing off. They just. I'm telling it's like I'm adding more water to the pool. Oh, that's nice. Oh God, that's pretty. Yeah. Okay, I hate to say this because I can't stand them with the Bengals uniforms looking good. That's the main reason I turned it on that. And two is a Bama boy, and he's undefeated. But I wanted to see how good these look. Uh, you know, plus I pulled for the Bengals because hometown boy, my alumni association at Risland High School, Von Bell, Von Bell plays for the Bengals. So I uh, like any time I can get to watch him play. Who are they playing? Uh, Bengals are playing the Dolphins. You should have been able to tell that by the Bengals helmets are awesome, and two is from Alabama. I mean, how many other people in the NFL are named Tua? Just two of them. No, just one of them. <laughs> hey, his brother looked real good the other day against Michigan, though. Really? They almost beat Michigan. Oh, shit. Who's his brother play for? Uh, Maryland. Oh, nice. He transferred from Bama after his sophomore year. Uh, you know, he took that uh, COVID eligibility year, too, so... He's technically just a junior, or in his junior year now, however you want to word, however they decided to change that or whatever. But, right. <clears throat> like, I mean, they had leads on my on Michigan, so they uh, don't keep on talking about football. We'll have to start another podcast, Jason. I'm down. Because, you know, you and I, we don't just watch. We're not those football fans that just watch. Jason don't just watch Tennessee, and I just don't watch Alabama. I literally – Set my clock on Saturday to make up. If I'm not already up watching college game day, I make sure I'm up by noon to start watching whatever bullshit game's on. Oh, yeah. I, I, right. I'm saying, uh, yeah, I do the same thing. Right. I watch any game. I watch Northwestern Nebraska from Ireland. Nice. Yes. And uh, at night, I watch whatever Pac-12 games are on ESPN and CBS Sports. Oh, the That's game that kicks off at 1130? I watch it because, you know, back in the day, Pac-12 was the conference that you uh, were playing in the national championship games. Yeah. Uh, now, it's, I don't know. It's 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 almost like Pikeville, Tennessee, where wrestling goes to die. The Pac-12s where college football goes to die. There you go, Tyler. That was for you, buddy. I was just about to say, that's what they used to say about Chatsworth. They can't say that shit now. And here's the deal, Tyler. You're, we're talking about the belts. You'll hear it tomorrow, but you've seen the belts tonight. <laughs> so we start Raw with uh, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair defeating EO Sky. Hunter, why are you doing this again? Yeah, there's Every a perfectly good. Girl has been on the roster. 
it's something with Bianca or that group group of hers. Bianca, Alexa, Asuka. Uh, would have been Becky, but she got hurt. But it's you know it's the same thing. It's you know repetitive booking, repetitive booking, repetitive oh, yeah. booking. So again, you know that begs the question: Are we so happy that Triple H is back in charge? Has he really done anything great, or was everything just so bad the first time? Agreed. I think everything was so bad the first time, but he has somewhat made improvements, or he's at least trying. I think the he's only stuck thing in I cycle. Can think he, that you can say he's made improvements on would be bringing certain people back. Certain people I could do without. Right. Strowman. Braun Strowman, no need for him to come back. Exactly. Uh, I mean, the debut on Raw, no reason for her to come back. And then certain storylines, they started, but now it's the, it's, it's still doing the same thing. The Dexter Loomis thing. He's still attacking The Miz, which we'll get to that. What? What? Why? What's going on? What's this leading to? I need, I need more than just him stalking Miz and attacking him. I need a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I mean, you figure with the pay-per-view being next week that there would be something announced for a match. Yeah. Well, you know Loomis ain't going to tell you what he's thinking. He'll just stare at you with them big old blue yeah, eyes. Yeah, all he's ever said on the microphone is, I do. That brings us to Seth Rollins versus Rey Mysterio. Rollins wins by submission. And during that match is when the QR code popped up for um, the White Rabbit, which let... Okay. The what? Back, the to, back to what I said, though. Yeah, submission. Rollins wins by submission. Right, and he's that's not one of his things, but he wanted to show that he can hold his own with Riddle in the fight pit match coming up. Which was a good but little thing. You need the fucking goat, Rey Mysterio, to show you know how to do submissions. Right. Again, bad booking. I think everybody just got... Shit on Vince because the product was that bad. And like now to me, you went from the fucking water shits to the Hershey squirts. It's not gotten any better, people. It's not. The booging has really not improved as much as everybody's making it out to be. Yeah, they can say wrestling. They can say championship or belt instead of a championship title. Those things are good. But has the booking really gotten better? I mean, it's holding my attention about as good as Vince's did. So the answer to the question is, no, it's still par for the course. Right. I mean, it's one of those to where I'll turn it on and it's on in the background. I'll be looking at asleep, asleep or looking at TikTok more than I'm watching fucking Raw. And it goes back to that uh, old adage. The old this will tell you how much it holds my interest. Who's my favorite NFL team? Eagles. Who is their division rivals? So you got the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Commanders. Who was the Monday night game? Uh, it was Eagles no. and somebody. Nope, nope, nope. We beat the Commanders on Sunday. <coughs> oh, the Monday night game was... um. Oh, Monday it was night. the remaining two NFC, NFC East teams. Cowboys versus Giants. Yeah. I watched more of that game than I did Raw. Yeah. And I hate both teams. It's like that old saying, the more things change, the more they stay the same. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, we all want to, and I mean, just two matches in a row. Oh, you're cold. Cut and I mean, honestly, I said, you know, I shit on a couple matches there on SmackDown. But two matches in a row, you've got me questioning your bookie. Why are we doing the same people and angles again and again? And again, you've got, just like we talked about with uh, Raquel beating Dakota. Why, why are these people facing everybody in the same group? Why are you not using somebody that you don't use all the time? Right. Why could Seth Rollins tap out? Uh, Ali Gulak Couldn't he tap out Cedric Why couldn't he tap out Well Sheldon Because then I talk about How stupid that is That Sheldon's a legit badass I mean you got people Like Gulak That they don't put on TV Very often uh, Gulak I'd shit on that too Because he's a submission wrestler Oh yeah no shit I mean he is But I, I get where you're coming from Like, I like that You know These guys that you're not using Why a guy that's in arguably one of the best storylines that they're doing. Yeah. I do like the New Day Edge storyline. I don't know where they're going to go with it, but, I mean, you just had Ray submit to a guy that's not even a submission wrestler. But did he submit or did he pass out because he, he took the stomp, too? He passed out. Either way, either way though. Because he had... not Rollins is not a technical expert. It's not like... Mysterio was in there with a Luthez guy that can do whatever he's got to do to get a win. Rollins is not that guy. Agreed. To me, it's it's not good booking. But that brings us to a tag team that I've never seen, and I'm kind of interested on how they work together. Was Kevin Owens and Johnny Gargano? Panda Express. Uh, it's Alpha Academy. I didn't call them American Alpha this week. Good. Good. Uh. What I saw in the match was pretty good. It was it was, it was really good. Had to be. That was a real good match. The crowd was into it the whole match. That the, all four of them did worked great together. They had great chemistry. Literally, the only thing from Raw that I saw was Candice and Nikki. Tyler said he wants the belts, guys. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! That was really? Fuck yeah! Yeah, I was asking five. We could probably get them for less than that. But looking at them, I'd say they're worth two fifty a piece. Oh yeah, we probably get them a little less than that. Uh, before we go into the next little bit, of this uh, you know, Fly Guys running a show at, in Lafayette once a month, right? I knew he was doing a show somewhere. The last I didn't know where. He's doing it where uh, everybody runs in Lafayette, but nobody draws in Lafayette. At the rec center. The rec center right there, yeah. Yeah, so he posted on Facebook. And the only, we knew about this show going in because Zach Dye was booked. It's on the 15th. And I told Zach, I said, hey, you know, I told you that's our big show. I really need you there. That's our halloween theme show. He goes, all right, so he canceled. Well, yesterday, I'm on Facebook, and uh, they're looking to rent a ring. So I messaged Tyler. Tyler's taking them our extra ring on the 15th. Hell, yeah. Yeah, so he said he might have to run the door, but uh, Grandpa and uh, T-Rock and that other security guard and Dale will go set it up. Then Dale will come back and run production, and then they'll uh, they'll tear it down. So we'll uh, they'll uh, double payday that day. Hell yeah.
Yeah, that's good okay. stuff. So that brings us to, and here's a way to book something. We were bitching about this. Omaha squash is two locals. Where I get my results, they didn't even bother listening to their name. I don't know if they gave the name. About the jobbers? Yeah. I, I don't recall. Elder Fade to the referee. Because uh, last night on Dynamite, uh -huh. I, I know we're not there yet, but there was one. The Ricky Starks match. Oh, yeah. I don't remember them. Do what? Starks was on Dynamite last night? Yeah. When was that? Uh, I don't remember when it was, but I didn't... I don't remember them saying the name of the guy he worked. Because the Mox match was a drizzling shit, so I turned it off. Oh, turned it was the after the Mox match. Uh, it was after Mox, I think. Yeah, I don't remember if I even watched any... AEW after that. What was the main event? I, I did try to watch that clusterfuck of a main event, too. Which one was the main event? Jericho uh, right. and Bandito did not match together at all. Oh. Uh, Bandito, you know, the, you know the mask he wears, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. Covered in blood. Jericho blood. His nose or something. I saw the stalling suplex. I remember the stalling suplex. He did hit a sweet ass uh, float over, fall away, slam, moonsault combo off the top rope. Yeah, that's a that fucking nice. that's badass when he does that. Yeah, but they just, I don't know. They, they had no chemistry. I just, I couldn't get into it. And I saw the finish of that match, but... Lion Tamer. I heard y'all's group check go off. Yeah, that was Tyler Gazaway sending us a message in the group chat. And that was you sending us a message in the group chat. And I sent another one. And that was you again sending us a message in the group chat. Well, God I forewarned you I was sending another. And there's Tyler responding. Look at that ref. 30 inches. You wish it was 30 inches. Oh. All right, but what else happened on Raw there, Bean Yerman? Uh, Candice LeRae makes her return. Waste of a contract, in my opinion. Who? Not a fan. Candace. Not a fan of Candice? Is anybody? Well, she has fans. I like Candace. Candace's claim to fame is being the blonde girl with Joey Ryan. So you she's not good. Want... She's not believable. Her promos are horrible. No, I'm not a Candace fan. It's okay. one of those things, like I said last week, hey, guys, just because you married a wrestler doesn't mean you should be in the business. But she was wrestling before she married Johnny, though. And? Well, that, that negates what you just said, though. 
No, it does not negate it. She's still married him. She's still in the business. She shouldn't be in the business. So just because she married somebody, sure she, she was in be the business before she married Johnny. As a wrestler. Uh, he's saying, Josh, that he didn't like her even before she got with Gargano. No, no, I'm saying, are you sure she was in the business wrestling before she got with Johnny? Yeah, or I'm pretty she sure. Because they... I remember she was in PWG. That's when they did that whole spot with her and the Bucks and Joey at Guerrilla Warfare where she took the, all those damn spots with the thumbtacks and she was bleeding like a mess. I don't think she was with Johnny then. Well, they've been married for a while. Hmm. But no, I'm not a fan. I think her work is subpar to be in the biggest company in the world. I don't think that she's improved in NXT. I think she gets put because of who she fucking well, to be perfectly honest, she didn't get much get, get much time than others, which right there was more others that were better than her. She was... The Way had all kind of TV time. Well, before, well, yeah, before The Way, but she, when she was with The Way, you know, it was mainly Indy and, was it Indy? and then everybody else. I, she had very few matches. I, There's a reason for that. Like I said, you've got girls in NXT that can kill it. This should be on the main roster before her. It's literally Triple H. Let me pop the the smarts with who I can bring back. Well, she didn't get that big of a pop. Quality of wrestling. The only good thing I can say about this match is apparently after it was over, Nikki took the mask off and threw it this time. Yeah, she was like in the corner. She was like crying, stomping. And this time, the announced team made a comment about it. Like, I think we're about to, I think we're seeing the collapse of uh, Nikki. So yeah, maybe that'll get us Sanity back, and they can actually be what Sanity was supposed to be on the main roster the first time. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure Triple H had plans for them. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Yeah, I was a big fan of everybody. they got to bring Killian back, though. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Killian's a fucking beast. What was the other one that got fired? Uh, Alexander Wolf. Alexander Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, what was his name, though? Alexander Wolf. No, he had another name in Imperium, didn't he? No, he never got his name changed in Imperium. Okay. He got fired before they did that. Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion, they need to bring both of them back. If they pick one, I'd rather have Killian back, just yeah. because I thought he's... Well, they got to bring Eric back, too, but I don't know what his status is with uh, Impact. His contract's been up. Oh, has it? Who? Eric Young. Eric Young. Eric Young's contract expired at that one pay-per-view we watched where he uh, went for the world title. Uh, what was that, Will? Slammiversary. Slam the fucking versary. Yeah, he went back and did like a couple of uh, her appearances <laughs> after that, but uh, they pretty much, he left, and then Joe Doring's cancer came back, so they broke up the, whatever, what was the name of their group? Uh, Violent by Design. Yeah, they broke that group up after that. So, uh, And Eric Young had talked in an interview that he would love to go back and work for Triple H. Here comes your boy. To a tongue of Aloha. Damn. Uh, next, we had a match that I just I don't get what they're doing with this guy. He had Sami Zayn, Zayn defeat AJ Styles. Which guy? Are you talking about AJ or Sami? AJ. AJ. Yeah. This one is he just got AJ to sign his last professional wrestling contract. 
and you're doing nothing with him. Exactly. So, is it actually going to be his last one now, or will he sound like a one-year deal with AEW to actually be able to wrestle and show out one more time? Exactly. You got this guy who's arguably one of no the No pun intended, phenomenal, and probably he is in the top five best wrestlers in the world, okay. hands down. Yes. Agreed. And he's let you feed him shit for quite the last few years now with no bitching. So give this man something. Well, you get him and his buddies to re-sign contracts, and then you get rid of his buddies. Exactly. Right. Well, that's why he don't like. That's why he's got heat with Heyman because apparently Heyman assured him that wasn't going to happen, and then got in Vince's ear and said, "Oh, we don't need them," or something along those lines. Nice. Oh, there you go. But, I mean, you know, you're looking for credible people to work Roman. Think back to all the matches AJ's had with guys Roman size. Right. Cena, Brock. I mean, he did a program. And Cena and Roman are relatively the same size. Cena actually may be bigger. Roman may be taller, but Cena, I think, is bigger. Oh, yeah, Cena's bigger. Yeah. I was at that point. Now he doesn't look as big, but either way. And you've got a guy that can go in there and wrestle anybody, any style, and you, you're you putting him under to Sammy? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm an El Generico fan. I'm an early Sammy Zayn fan, but what I, is Sammy I think, I think you're recently? getting them confused. El Generico trained Sammy Zayn. They, I know they look alike. <laughs> I had to do it. Go sit on the roof. <laughs> but either way, I had to stop myself from punching him. Either way, no, whoever trained who time. or who's fucking orphans in Guatemala or whatever the fuck he's doing. Again, right. other, pe- quickly. other people you could have put Sam in there to get the win. Well, you could have put AJ in there or somebody. The way they did it, when they the interference behind the ref's back and then still with the finish and then they're trying to get AJ to go with Judgment Day, so they're putting him under to kind of... But yeah, yeah, but what I don't get, they did this story already. Uh, not necessarily a, a, trying to get AJ to join Judgment Day, but AJ and the Judgment Day was already a storyline. And then that's when Edge came back, and now they want him to join. What's he going to do when he joins? I don't I don't see that I don't see that story going to where if he was to join. Well, it's the- I don't see what gains for him joining either way. No, it gives nothing to the team. It gives nothing for AJ. Well, and I mean, not only that, you're adding all these guys. What about Rhea? What are you doing with her? Yeah, she hasn't wrestled a match in, since that number one contendership. Leave mommy alone. All she's been doing is fucking Dominic. Hi, my name's Dominic. <laughs> C. This is what you're going to fucking say. Yes, mama. Yes, mommy. Yeah. Mommy. Mamisita. <laughs> you want so much to- I've been a bad boy, Mama Zita. I thought it was funny. Did you hear it? Because you know she was calling herself Poppy, and then he called her Mommy. Did you see what she said about that? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> sometimes she wants Mommy, sometimes he wants Poppy. I'll be whatever he wants me to be. God damn. I just came. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. I love me some Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah. He's so fine. Uh, that brings us to the main event of Matt Riddle defeating Damian Priest. Anything special about this one? Did anybody see it? 
Uh, they arguably had surprising. They had really they they did good together, but other than that, nothing major. It doesn't surprise I would say me. surprisingly, you do know they train together, right? Yeah, I was about to say that doesn't surprise me at all. They're both good. Yeah. They're both. I mean, they're both from the Monster Factory, trained by Danny Cage. That uh, doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, again, I like Riddle getting a solid win going into a pay per view. I don't like it being a Damian Priest. Agreed. Put Dominic in a match. Have him be Dominic. I, the only other thing uh, that Raw did that you didn't talk about was the Miz and oh, Loomis, Loomis storyline throughout the well, night. I, I didn't see that, so go over that. And I didn't talk about the White Rabbit because I'll be honest with you. I'm to the point where I don't give a fuck anymore. Right. What? Them and saying, I think this is hurting them more than it helps them. Let's be honest. What do we always say about wrestling fans? Short attention spans. Yes. So other than your smarts and Josh, nobody gives a fuck about this QR code shit anymore. Well, the first time when it teased something about 9, what, 923? Yeah. So that's got that's what got everybody to tune in to fucking. But hold on, if you remember, I told y'all that night I said it's going to be more clues. Yeah. I told you on the podcast before that Friday that it's going to be more clues. Well, that's what everybody everybody tuned in for that. Everybody wanted to see what's going on, what's going to happen at nine twenty nine, and then that's all it was. Or nine twenty three. I'm sorry. Yeah, nine twenty three. Oh, 9.23. But here's another thing. It's another kind of booking themselves into a corner. If it's anybody but Bray, it's going to get shit on. Everybody's yes. Like, right. That's why That's why Unless they should have killed it the first time. Unless it's Adam Rose. Then I'd be okay with it. <laughs> we would be the only group that would be okay with it, but still. Agreed. Leo Kruger. No, fuck that guy. Now, I was a Leo Kruger fan, but Adam Rose, just, I don't know, something about the don't be a lemon, be, be a, a rosebud. I love that shit. Well, and I love the fact well, that he was the very well, first match, first takeover. And Adam Jacobs was a bag of fries for him once. <laughs> bag of fries. Uh, but now, the Loomis backstage stuff with The Miz was... Basically, Miz had six indie guys with him. That was his personal security. Called him Miz Force. I wish you wouldn't have said indie guys. I was gonna play Xbox music, six box music. <laughs> but he had him with a. Called him the Miz Force. Okay. And basically, they's like he put him on the lookout for Loomis. Were these security guy guards? Were they uh? Were they represented by Smart Mark Sterling as well? No. Oh, that's fucking great. No, I don't think they can afford that yet. You're welcome. <laughs> but they go on the search for him, and you'd see one laid out here, one laid out there. <sighs> and then finally the Miz winds up seeing all six of them laid out on top of each other and... I don't know if Luma showed up after that or. Yeah, he was standing. He was in one of the hockey jerseys. 
gear. Takes the helmet off. Oilers. Did you say hockey? Hockey, yes. Jason, speaking of hockey, have you heard? The bird is dude, the word? Dude that played like 15 years in the league is an analyst now on TNT. Uh-huh. Got to get investors to bring the Thrashers back to Atlanta. Really? Yep. Nice. Yep, I will show you Saturday. Don't let me forget. I'll send it, or I'll show you. I'll send you a screenshot. I got it on my Facebook. Hell yeah. I, was say, I don't know why you tell us to not let you forget shit. We the forgetting this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I, I know, but hell, I figured it's four. Well, hell. We I, still might, ain't I might remember it two o'clock in the morning, but yeah. It should be. Yeah, because last week y'all were supposed to remind me to tell Tyler the little story. Can't ever forget to tell Tyler the story. See? The cookies and Dr. Pepper story. <laughs> <laughs> we got to tell him Saturday. And there's another one I told him I'd tell him Saturday, but I can't remember what it was. I had to go back to our other group chat. We get this group chat, and he, me, him, and Jones have a booking committee group chat. Or as I like to call it, the shit on people group chat. I need in that one. You need what? I need in that one. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Jones is just like us I'll say something stupid He goes Hell yeah Let her rip oh, I didn't like, know I'm until the other day Jones so when I see him, goes, All right, Let her rip Oh damn God damn Did you hear me Ben? No I didn't know until the last show That uh, Jones a Tennessee fan too That's what's wrong with him <laughs> Pretty sure more than that. I know it's some bitch of the concert goer. Him and his boy went and seen Alice Cooper last week. Nice. First of this week, one. I can't remember when it was. I remember seeing the pictures, though. Uh, that's Excuse awesome. Me. I think it was earlier this week. That's one motherfucker that did get through on his gimmick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready for some NXT? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, uh, again, I didn't watch it. This is a pre-recorded show, and I'd already seen the spoilers, so I usually don't watch shows like that, because it's bad enough you already know enough about wrestling to pretty much know who's going to win. Agreed. And then when you actually know who's going to win, it's just not fun to me. But sometime in this, there was a promo with J.D. McDonough come out talking about how he's the new number one contender at Halloween Havoc to take the title from Braun. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name so you guys help me. Uh, Dragonoff. What's his first name? Ilya. Ilya Dragonoff. Yeah. Okay, Idiot Dragonoff. Italian. That's, that's when you write like your words crooked. Josh sounded like he said Idiot Dragonoff, so I'm going with that. Ilya. Yeah. Ilya Dragonoff comes out, and they're going back and forth that, you know, he never lost the UK title. You know, he got stripped because of the injury or whatever. So they're going back and forth. Braun comes out, grabs the microphone. He goes, uh, seems to me we've got a situation out here. And luckily, I'm very good with Steiner math. <laughs> and he looks at JD and he goes, so you, at Halloween Havoc, you've got a 33 and a third chance. And just the whole spill and everything of beating me. So they make the match at Halloween Havoc. Uh, Dragonoff versus Braun versus uh, JD for the NXT title. And this is that this NXT was supposedly the last one in the 2.0 era. So they should be. Yeah, they're supposed to be resorting back more to the gold and black and bringing back takeovers. Good. 
which I am okay with that. Yeah, the only thing I wish, though, and I know they're not going to do it because they make money on USA, but I, I was a much bigger fan of it on NXT, uh, NXT on the network. Yes, on the yeah. network at Full sale, that Full sale crowd, even though it was the same crowd. I mean, that was it, all felt, it felt more, more free, more non-WWE. Yeah, you didn't think you were watching it. You knew it was a WWE product, but, but it you didn't, didn't feel like you were watching, watching a WWE product. Exactly. Yeah. And even though it's the same crowd every week at Full Sail, they always fucking got into it every single week. But that's what made it. And, I mean, it's pretty much the same way here. Pretty much the same crowd. Uh, Actually, before I got COVID last year, you know, we were supposed to go to Orlando for a week, me and the girls. And so I looked to get tickets for there. And it's not like it used to be at Full Sail where you could get tickets. You actually have to submit to get tickets to this website. And if they approve you, they sell you tickets. Well, damn, I did not know that. But oh. they don't sell concessions. Uh, they've got, like, bottles of waters it. So uh, I don't know if that was just coming out of the pandemic or what, but it's 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 a little different now. It's a little rough to get tickets. But hopefully all that clears away and you can go back to having actual fans in there. Um, I love the full sale thing because I thought it was great. To me, I thought it was an opportunity to utilize what Full Sail University is, which is a, um, I guess you call it like a technologies type school to where they're they're teaching these kids how to run a boom and a crane and do mics and all this other stuff. To me, I would have kept that going or tried to go back to it now because to me, that's a way you can bring kids in as interns and let them get course credit too. And then once they graduate, you can add them to the roster, and you have people that know the production from day one. That's a good point. Yeah. But that's that's just you know that's just something that you know most other people in wrestling is not going to look at. That's why I say the way we've got this podcast set up is so great. Was I see things from a different perspective than you know even Jason does, right? Because uh, I look at production, you know, like. I'm tickled as shit to actually have a fucking gorilla position. We've yeah. never had a gorilla position in, in this area. Think about it. Yep. I mean, the closest thing you had was Andy standing at the curtain telling you what to do. It's true. But uh, I, I like the full sale. Uh, I really thought it added an element to it. Yeah, full sale. That's what they did a lot of was the production and backstage stuff. Like, right, and it was all done by, you know, Kevin Dunn was probably, well, he probably wasn't producing that, but, you know, Triple H probably had his guys. A lot of them were from Full Sail that were, you know, you know, he could be utilizing now, you know, even if they just say, hey, you know, we've got our thing set for Raw and SmackDown, but we're going to let you do NXT. We're going to let this crew of guys that graduated from NXT do the, what is that, level up or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. That's one of the things that Full Sail is known for is their production and stuff like that. School. Yeah. So to me, that right there is just, you know, you're, it's the same thing you're doing with the NXT brand itself. You're getting the next generation ready. Right. So I thought that was wonderful. But uh, to start the show off, we have Mandy Rose defeating Fallon Henley. Uh didn't watch it but with those two Fallon Henley's really good if you've not got a chance to see her I have not she's uh, the one that's with Briggs and Jensen yeah 
She's really good. Uh, then we had Wesley defeated Tony D'Angelo in a North American title ladder match qualifier. Uh, nice. Match was abruptly stopped, and Tony D'Angelo was helped to the back. He got injured in the match. Yeah, it looked rough. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've not heard how he got injured yet, and I figure with it being a taped show, so you know it was taped not this past Tuesday, but last week that there would be some news coming out, but I haven't heard anything yet. So we'll keep our eyes on for that. This next one, I have no idea who this is. It's Sol Ruka. Right. Who? Yeah, S-O-L-R-U-C-A. That could be Sol Ruka, Sol Raka. Okay, uh, you say that, exactly all I could think who? was... All I could think when you said that was damn... Full house when he's like, thanks, but I already brought my underpants. <laughs> hey, y'all know uh, the other thing they call cell phones, right? What they used to call them back in the day? Bricks, cellular telephones, uh... Mobile. Mobile oh, devices. Mobile phones. Well, boys, we're mobile. Oh. oh, he's headed to the office. I'm in the office. He's in the office. It's not outside. This could be interesting. Well, we'll just we'll just keep talking. Is that it for is that it for next? Is it Oro Mensa the guy you're talking about? Who? Oro Mensa. No, S O L R U C A. Sol Ruka. Oh. Will has actually heard of this guy, but said he has no idea what the fuck he is. Must be a gay porn actor then. Oh, okay. If Will's the only one that's heard of him. (laughs) But he defeated uh, Amari Miller. Do what? He defeated Amari Miller. Okay. Then Joe Gacy defeated Cameron Grimes. Uh-oh. No one should beat Cameron Grimes. To the moon. Uh-oh. Oh, I heard that one. That's Apparently, a... it was a knee injury not requiring major surgery, so he's just going to be out for a little bit. Boys. Yeah. See, I just made a turd. Did you ever get in toilet paper? Oh, shit, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Good, somebody, put a, somebody did put a roll in here. Did you hear the news? What he news? made a turd. Well, yeah, I heard the turd, but as soon as he said that, it made me think he said he didn't have shit in paper earlier. <laughs> so I was like, I hope he didn't just go in there. Can we acknowledge what a big accomplishment that is, guys? That's what I'm trying to get Josh to understand. Yeah, no, you're shit. It's not, it's not chocolate shredded wheat anymore. Oh, right, I heard something falling. earlier, it was chocolate milk. Ugh. There's... Uh, they little turdlets in there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Nikita Lyons defeated Caden Carter. I'm sure that was a really good match. Only because Nikita Lyons was in it. Well, Caden, that's the... That's not American Ninja Warrior. That's the other one, right? That's the, yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, Ka- that's the Ka- thicker Ka- girl Ka- with the dreads. <laughs> Casey? Casey Two. Or, or Katana is what his name is. <laughs> Josh just had another stroke. 
My mouth is not. Josh just had another words. stroke in here. He said, kai, 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 kai. My mouth is not forming words right. Corn? I don't like need no corn. I really like oh, corn. It's corn. I got something your mouth can form around. Oh. oh. <laughs> knew it was going there. Mm. I knew it. <laughs> so, Ilya. Dragon off. Dion Quinn. Okay. Part of this match, and it was what you would expect. It was brutal. 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 <laughs> Beating the damn it out of each other, boy. Beating the goddamn out of his ass. Knock each other's dicks in the dirt. Why does your thought always go to Venus? That's a sucking. That's a fucking sucking. <laughs> 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 we say that shit all the time. That boy had a dick on the brain. But he won't let me play with it. Might want to use a plunger. Whoa. Hoping to stop up the toilet. I can't use the plunger. I only got one arm. <laughs> All you need is one arm. No, I can't. I can't. It's heavier than a toothbrush. You can't. You can't plunge with one hand. They barely plunge my shit too. <laughs> Trust me. Ask the girls. They hate when the plunger has to come out because they got to go do it. Did you hear what Will said? No. Will said, "Put it in your booty cheeks and twerk." He been watching me again. <laughs> <laughs> Quit before you die. Can, I'm fine. I'm the next standing time. Come on in. Can't stay in nowhere. No, I didn't hear, hear you. What'd you say? I told him next time, quit staring. Just come on in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all seen it. So mine not is it. Mine as well. I have not seen it. How? Almost he ran through it. the hotel Almost room naked in Knoxville. Still didn't see it. He tried his best to avoid it. <laughs> he just looked, uh, he looked diagonal. I don't want Will to see it. We'll be looking at him in his good eye. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, next, we had Damon Kemp against Brutus Creed. Creed peaks up to victory by DQ. That's, uh, that's another thing. Like, we're talking about, you know, bust or, you know, who's good and who's not good. Yeah. Who would have thought that, that they make this big deal out about signing the Gable Stevenson kid and his brother's no already on the roster. I'm better than him. And he's better than him and Gable's about to get fired. Yeah. Oh, I forgot we did have a thing in news. Did you hear that they've got the – they're copying a two-year rule in NXT from now on? Yeah. Uh-uh. If you, From the day you sign, you have two years to make it to the main roster. If you're not, if you don't, if you don't, they fire you. Really? Yep. If they really reevaluate you every uh, six month intervals. I think it's fair. I mean, yeah, it's fair, but you got to think about some of those guys that just they weren't moving up for one reason or another. Well, I'm sure you'll have the exception of guys like Ciampa that didn't want to move up. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. You had Ciampa, Gargano. You had fucking uh, all of Undisputed who never went up, and they were there more than two years. <laughs> but they didn't want to go up. Why? Because they didn't want to leave Hunter's leadership. Now Hunter's leadership is in both places. What 
Yep. So that should be an oh pick. Yep. Von Bell with the interception, boys. All right, Von Bell. Goddamn. Home, hometown, homie. I hate that he pulled it from Waddle, but still. No way. I hate that he pulled it from. I think he got it from Waddle. No, he got two. Waddle's the receiver, Josh. Yeah, he's a fiery kill. I'm okay with that. I don't like him. What? Of course, you're patient, Jimmy. They want to know what the new season's about. But uh, let's see. That brings us to the main event of the night. Uh, in what is called a pub rules match. Let's say it's uh... Okay. If you know what the pub is, it's an English bar. It's an English bar. Yeah, uh, Sheamus Sheamus and McIntyre did one on SmackDown. Right. This was Briggs and Jensen picking up the victory over Gallus. Gallus attacked some officials afterwards, hence their storyline suspension. Gotcha. That will bring us to Diamante, not one of AEW's Grand Slam at the Arthur Ashe Stadium who, even though they drew less than they drew last year, still had an impressive house. Yeah. He is that still in. I don't remember. That's got group chat. I don't know if it's in group chat. I just got to go back and find it. Yeah, Tyler had sent something about it. Okay, here it is. All right, the final numbers from the historic show, historic show of AEW Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium, Flushing, Queens, New York, uh, which this is for both nights. Total amount of tickets purchased, 13,321. Well, I guess that's for each night. Uh, Dynamite brought in 1,039,000. Yeah, 1,039,000 viewers with a 0.35 rating. In the 18 to 49 year old demographic, Dynamite scored a new record with five straight hours being at a million plus viewers. AEW is the first wrestling company to bring in the first million dollar gate of any weekly wrestling show this year. Dynamite this week didn't see any decline quarter by quarter, and Dynamite is ranked in the top two with viewership for 17 straight weeks. Nice. And they so this is the him. internal. The internal fight or whatever you want to call it is going on. There is, uh, you know, they're, they're doing good business. Yeah. And the only reason uh, they went below a million this past week was because of the hurricane coverage. With that being said, though, is that one of the reasons they're doing such good business is because of the shit business. Think about it. See a car wreck on the side of the road. Everybody's going to stop and watch it, aren't they? Yeah. Amen. Trying to get to this motherfucking house is a pain in the ass. What did he say? Trying to get to this house. He was said a pain trying in to get here today was a pain in the ass. What happened? There's a wreck. Good luck, Wayne. Yeah, coming because I come down, come across the street and hit right here by Food City and come up the interstate. Uh-huh. Well, you couldn't fucking get to Cross Street. Oh. Like, I had to turn around and go all the way down and come all the way fucking back up and then... <laughs> Fuck. You couldn't get across the street from where? From, I could... So, I come... When I come, I come down by Lake Winnie, hit cross street and come across right there at Food City and hit the interstate. Uh-huh. Well, there was a wreck right there at cross street. Oh, wow. 
So it was backed up from there all the way to Lake Winnie. But it was yeah. moving. It was moving slow, but it was still moving. But once I got out there, the motherfucker stopped moving. Kenzie just stuck her head in and said she seen it on her way to her friend's house. She ain't got no damn friends. I don't know. She got Connor. I like I said, she ain't got no damn friends. That's her one. He don't care. You know she pays you. That's right. Probably. You hear what I told her? Uh-uh. I said, you know they just hang around with you to be around us. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Basically. I mean, we are entertaining. We are. As fuck. So... Dynamite Grand Slam edition starts off with the Ring of Honor World title, Chris Jericho versus Claudio. Let me say mine, then y'all can say yours. Go ahead. I called finish and said what was going to happen. Now you're going to shit all over it. Do what? I said, I told you I was going to happen. Don't agree with it, but I knew it was going to happen. I said, now it's y'all's turn to shit all over. Go ahead. All right. I didn't like it. Claudio had just got the belt. Didn't have any type of run with it. Uh, you're hot shot in the belt that basically is just there for window treatment because you have no show to defend it on. Uh, Jericho does nothing with this title. He does not need this title. There's Jericho nothing for him to elevate. The only thing good to come out of it was the promo after the match last night with Bandito. Uh, to where Jericho, which I'm sure, I don't know if we're going to cover last night or if we're going to wait till next week to cover last night. We can wait till next week. I was going to wait till last week. Unless you want to go back and cover it, we can. No, nah, we can wait till next week to cover it. Uh, do it a, the normal podcast. But I'll just say this about it. The promo that Jericho cut after the match with Bandito. Uh, it made him beating Claudio there at Grand Slam worth it because he's going to go back He's made it his mission to kill Ring of Honor. So I kind of like that, that it's got something to do other than I'm a fucking wizard or a little bit of the bubbly or, you know, some kind of that shit. He's actually just being a wrestling heel at this point. Right, and that's what he's doing is being the wrestling heel. He's not trying to do anything else. Now, there's actually a story behind the He's got his – he thinks his sports entertainment is so much better than wrestling – so he's going to try to kill wrestling Ring of Honor-wise. Let me tell you my opinion on it. Go ahead. He beats Danielson. He beats Gresham. He beats whoever else they can get. It's a former Ring of Honor world champion, right? Uh-huh. Right. He drops to Garcia when they unify the pure and the world title. I can see that. Because I don't think Tony would have the pure title had Ring of Honor not brought it back during the pandemic. Right. I think it was stayed retired and you'd have the world, the world TV, the world tag, and then the women's and the six men. Yes, plenty of belts. I'm hoping. I I can see that. And I'm okay with that. I'm hoping they're getting close to a TV deal soon. Well, the deal that was on the place for them to take over where Ring of Honor was is gone because that spot now belongs to WOW Women of Wrestling. Wow. 
and I watched the first two episodes. It good? Did it wow you? It is glow esque. No, come on. I mean, the entering action is not bad, but it reminds you of glow. Like everybody's got a gimmick. Tell me they did the rap. No, not yet. <laughs> oh God, that's a flag, and it shouldn't be. Oh yeah, big, bigger than shit. Bigger than shit. Uh, the ball had already hit the ground. He just kind of laid his shoulder into him. Come on. Will got anything to say about Jericho winning? He's got a ball in his mouth. Hang on a second. Is Gags there? <laughs> he eating a, he's eating a chimkin wing. Good Lord. I mean, we all knew Jericho was winning. Where's my hope? We all knew it was a possibility. We had hope that they wouldn't do it. Kylie come in wearing a sloth onesie. I'm jealous. I want it. I'll send y'all a picture. Hold on. Kylie, I have something for you next time I see you. Okay. Jason? Huh? He said they have a two eggs at Walmart. Woohoo! Mm -hmm. Head down so we see the head. I will look at it as soon as I can. I've got to go take a Benjamin right now. So <laughs> y'all three are going to have to keep this podcast going for a minute because I can't take the phone with me. All right. What's next on Dinamon Diamante? Uh, we had the match and the finish that we should have got at the pay-per-view. We had Swerve in our glory defending the AEW World Tag Team titles against the Acclaim. I popped like a sumbitch. Goddamn right. Well, it was yep. right here. You can go back on last week's podcast and listen to us all, Pop. What the fuck are you doing? I don't fucking know. Except for Will. Will, how was your feelings on that? He liked it. I had a mouthful of him. He, he, he enjoyed it. It was, it, was, it was refreshing. I really like the post that uh, Bowen's, Bowen's made. I did too. About his uh, tell them, tell them that might not have seen it. What it was? It was just a promise he made to his grandmother that you know before she died, before she passed away, that he was going to be a success, and here he is, you know, the first first black gay champion, black gay champion, and blah blah blah, and most tag team win, most wins in the, for a tag team, first black champ, first black. Um, Gay champion. It's just nice to see those success stories. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. The one Not that, only them, but to see them celebrated by fans. Yeah. I mean, they say it every week. Everybody loves the acclaim. I would agree with that. And then Rollins put them over, too, on Twitter. Talking about how... Did he? I didn't see that. What did he say? Uh, he posted like, if y'all if y'all just don't understand how much great wrestling is out there right now, you're missing out. Talked about uh, uh, talked about the stuff on Raw and SmackDown. Talked about Gunther and uh, Sheamus, and he said, "I just see that. I thought I thought that was Orton. No, that was uh, Seth. Okay. And then he said, uh, Swerve Lee, the acclaimed, <clears throat> and one of the acclaimed guys shared it, right? Yes, I think it was Max. Yeah. What's and next? that's a good thing. Like, 
you don't there's no war between people no matter what the internet the, tells you the war is with the fans the, everybody else is like what the fuck y'all talking about we don't the fans is what made the no war. war. Yeah, they might take jabs at each other, but that's all in good fun. Is there, is there a war with Tony and uh, Triple H? No. Oh, no, he sounded like he was pretty heated when he heard about the supposed rumors of him tampering with contracts or talking or feelers out there or whatever, supposedly. That was the rumor that was going around. Yeah, yeah but, but he's got to understand, this isn't the NFL. This isn't Major League Soccer. There is no players union. There is no players association to watch out for that shit. That stuff's been going on for years. How do you think Jared can be on one show one night to show up on the next show the next day? Right. That's part of the business. I look at it this way. Promoters in this company should only care about the wrestling. It should not be, I want to, I'm going to be better than this person. I want to be better than this person. It should be focus on your product. Focus on you, make wrestling better in the process. All right, like us at RCW. Y'all know the bullshit we're going on with them idiots in Rome. Yep. We're not working them. We continue to give our fans the best product that we can give them. And that's all we're concerned about. And that's, that's all we'll be concerned about. And fans have got to get it through their heads that, yeah, there are some things about this show that's better than this show, and there's some things about that show that's better than this show. Yep. But that doesn't mean the show's bad. Go back all the way to the Attitude Era. <laughs> if you watch it objectively, Raw sucked during the Attitude Era as far as in ring. But because the storylines are so over the top, it's heralded as one of the greatest errors of all time. But in ring was horrible. Tell me something that was good in ring. Tell me tell me a banger five-star classic from the Attitude Era. I really can off the top of my head. Now flip it to WCW. I can tell you a bunch. One just pulled out of my ass. Oh, I can pull Ray one out of my Gilbert ass. Gilbert Eddie Steve Guerrero. Halloween Havoc. Havoc 96. Yes, that's my favorite match. <laughs> they, you know, WCW had better wrestling. Vince has better stories. If you find somebody put them both together, there you go. Exactly. But it, it's hard to find that that person with that ability to couple that. Right. It really is. Because as much as they were getting matches of the year and all this stuff with their cruiserweights and their year guys, what was their main focus? NWF. Oh, WWF guys. WWF guys, yeah. What are you talking about? The difference between WWF and WCW during the Monday Night Wars? Not necessarily. We were talking about how there's not really a war in wrestling right now. That's just made up with the fans. Yeah. And I said, you know, you focus on your product. It's not really a war either. It's just tribalism. Right. I said, if you go back and look, it's always been that way, though, like with contract tampering and all that. I said, how do you think Jerry could be on a pay-per-view for WWF Sunday and then be on TV on Raw Monday or on Nitro Monday? Right. No, they didn't wait till his con His contract expired on Friday. They didn't sign a contract in a day and a half. Or Rude being on Raw and Nitro the same day. Yep. 
granted, one was pre-recorded, but still. Right. But uh, then I said, you know, go back and honestly look at the Attitude Era now. In ring was horrible. The main event scene of WWF back then was... That was their bread and butter. That's what they put their focus on. That's what everybody knew they had their focus on. Everything in the Attitude Era was revolved around Vince and Austin. Well, not only that, everybody had something in the Attitude. Everybody was on TV. Yeah. yeah. But think about that. It was because there were two and three minute segments or matches. So you're not going to go back to the Attitude Era WWF side and find a banger that's a five-star classic. It's just not going to happen. No. But you flip it over to WCW... You will find those five-star classics. Mysterio and Eddie. Well, the undercard of all their pay-per-views were... WCW's pay-per-views was amazing. And once you got to the main event, that's when it turned that's to what I, what I just said when you walked back. I said, their undercard with the cruiserweights and young guys were great. But their focus killed in the, in the main event because they were just featuring, you know, pretty much ex-WWF stars. Right. Well, Jason, now that you're back, give us your thoughts on the Acclaim winning the tag titles. Uh, about fucking time. Agreed. Uh, it's one of those things you could see it was leading up to it. If it wouldn't have happened, a lot of... I think there would have been a lot of backlash. A lot of... A lot of the fans shitting all over it. Uh, it's... It's kind of like, uh, shit, like what we've been saying with, uh, Ruby. Right. Ruby's basically dead and done for now because every chance and opportunity she's had, she's lost. If the same and thing would have... soundly, too. Do what? And lost soundly, too. Right. If the same thing would have happened with the acclaimed, the same kind of shit would have happened with them. I mean, I don't think it would have been as bad because I heard Will say everybody loves the acclaimed. Uh-huh. So I still think the crowd would have been behind them and still behind them huge to where Tony would have been like, okay, well, maybe we still do need to do something. Right. Uh, hell, better, better than Ruby, the whole Thunder Rosa thing. Okay. She's got so many title shots against Britt. Against Britt. She loses this title shot. Two weeks later, she has another title shot that she loses. And then finally, she has the title shot at her hometown. She wins, but it goes over like a wet fart. Right. At least with this, they just had them lose that one time. And they're like, okay, we got to change something and do it. Uh, you know it's over big when Cornette puts over something from the modern era. Yeah. But it's like you Cornette just said. Cornette is a huge Acclaim fan. It's like you just said, though. They lost the one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have to go back to it, but Tony knew. I think I made a mistake with this. Oh, he said that at the media scrum. You know, they asked him, should he have called an audible? He said, you know, I don't know about that because the match was actually a banger, which it was a good match. It was. Actually, I think the pay-per-view match was better match because 
you know, we've still got that phantom Max coming off the top rope and selling the leg injury. Right. I don't know what happened there, but I mean, I don't know yeah, if there was a. Then we got Billy's interference uh, hit the famouser, which Cornette said he thinks that was ad lib because of the way it went down. Well, I, again, I know we're not talking about we're not talking about last night's show until next week. But did you see the acclaimed and Keith Lee uh, altercation in the back? No, I did not see that. Acclaimed is back there cutting a promo talking about winning the belts and everything. Uh, basically, the Acclaimed and Billy just having fun, talking shit, you know. Uh, I think, are they doing something on Rampage Friday night or are they doing... Not yeah, they doing got a three-way. Do what? They got a three-way tag. Okay, so they put over what they're going to be doing on Rampage. Well, Keith Lee walks up and he's like, Hey, I figured out why Swerve was so pissed. He said, I went back and watched the match and saw, Billy, you got involved. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what else was said after that. I just remember there being that part of the conversation. I remember it now. He sets up along the lines of, you, you cost us the tag team titles. So enjoy it while you can, boys. But as he was walking away, Billy Gunn says, well, you tell Swerve I've got two words for him. Scissor me. <laughs> Next week is National Scissoring Day. No, but I wouldn't go back and watch that, though. Great. Now the last being that day. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the All-Atlantic Championship. Pot defending against Orange Cassidy. Damn good match. Really Real good. Great finish, too. Booker T just needs to not talk. Very good finish. Hang on a second, Benjamin. Will just looked up from his phone and said, Booker T needs to hush. What happened? Well, he's trying to shit on AEW in the process of what he's saying. And That's every time he does his podcast. Yeah. But he'll say they need to mind their own business, yet he's all let, in there. Let, let me guess, he's talking shit about Soraya. No. Oh, okay. He says that Edge needs to be gone for like six months and the brood showed up. Yeah, Christian and Gangrel too. He said uh, that might not be too hard to do the way things are going, getting Christian out of his contract. Good Lord. Like, for one, what the hell could Gangrel do anymore? Besides, be there. Spit blood. <laughs> Not to play devil's advocate, but I let Christian out of his contract. Right. He's not valuable to you anymore. But does he want out? Does he want to do the WWE travel? I'm sure if he got that... Same sweetheart deal that Edge got where he ain't got to be there every week. But would he get that deal? I don't know. Because <clears throat> you, need, you need at least somebody from that group to be there on TV. You can't do gang grill. Did y'all see how damn bow-legged he was at the last time he was on Dynamite? <laughs> 
that brings us to the semi-main event of the night. It was a four-way for the women's title match. Tony Storm defends and retains against Britt Baker, DMD, Serena Deeb, oh, oh, excuse me, and Athena. Anybody want to go over this one? I just know they said Serena Deeb was a professor of pro wrestling, and I'm like, yep, I need to see teacher after class. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Who wants to take what happened at the end of the match? Uh, the debut of... I popped like a motherfucker. So did we. We paused the podcast, called Jennifer and uh, Whitney in there and everything. <laughs> yeah, we did. We're like, oh shit, it's Paige. And you hear me in the bedroom, what? Whitney said, what? <laughs> so we tell him on the podcast, hey, we're going to listen to this and hit pause. <laughs> Uh, totally unexpected. Yep, because earlier in the day, said that they had, you know, had interest in her, but they've said for months they had interest yeah. in her. Never I figured that she would be there that night. Well, it was one of those, like, it. you're watching it and you hear music hit, but then the name takes forever to pop up on the fucking screen. <laughs> Oh, and they did that Which shit on I purpose. Love that, I love the anticipation. They do that shit on purpose because they put graphics up on the stage, on the ramp, and everything. And you're just like, okay. Because we've got it muted, so we, we're and just And Brett like, looked like she's seen a damn ghost. <laughs> well, yeah, we had it muted, and I was like, guys, something's happening. Something happened. Something's happening. So we're looking up there, and we see Soraya. We see Soraya pop up on the screen, and we're just like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. In case you don't hear, a herd of fucking buffaloes just running through our living room. You let the dogs in. Yeah, man, we wasn't even expecting this. I'm yeah, eager to see where work. it goes. Enjoy me when I randomly watch things about wrestling at work because <laughs> I'm I eager to see where it goes. Out. See if she's cleared or not yet. Well, again, this is going over stuff that happened last night, but Stop being so aggressive. she came out and got in the face of Britt Baker, so. Yep. But in the same breath, she didn't stay out there to be a lumberjack either, though. Well, she calls for a lumberjack match, and then she goes up and sits on commentary. I'm glad they didn't call it a lumberjill match. Let me get up. Well, they could have called it a lumber slut match. A lumber slut match. Okay, I knew everybody except that one blonde hair baby face chick. Who the fuck was that? The what? Oh, was that... The, they came out of the, uh, I think that was Sky Blue. Sky Blue she is not blonde. Hair. The only blonde that came out was Penelope Ford with the heels. Yeah. No, nah, she came out with the baby faces. She had like real light, sandy blonde hair. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? We're going to call her Sandy. The baby faces were Willow Nightingale, Athena, Sky Blue, and Tony Storm. No, nah, there was one more that came out with the baby faces. No, nah, because there was, count page, there was five baby faces. 
Bring out all the girls. Let's go, ladies. And the other girls were... Britt, uh, Jamie, Britt, Rebel. Britt, Jamie, Jamie Rebel, Reba, uh, and... Penelope. Penelope and uh, yeah. Serena. Yeah. But there was, was one more that Madison was... Madison Rain. It was Madison Rain. Daddy. How do you uh, know Madison uh, Rain? Because uh, she didn't look like it. Because <laughs> she didn't fucking look like Madison Rain, okay? Hell, I forgot about her. <laughs> I couldn't tell who the fuck it was because I'm sitting here thinking, who the fuck is that? Now, here's my thing with her. Is she is she an active wrestler or is she a yes. coach? She's active. I know she's had a few matches. Some matches on Rams. She's working. Right. Uh, I know she's worked a few darks and elevations. Right, but they keep calling her a coach. She is a coach, but she still wrestles. When am I going to get Billy Gunn in the ring? When am I going to get Jerry Lynn in the ring? Oh, most of Jerry Lynn in the ring. Goddamn. I know I can't get Dean Malenko in the ring. It'd be a shaky match. I'd work him. Nobody? Nobody? I'd work him. Nobody? He's got the Michael J. Fox disease, guys. Yes, Come yes, on. I'd shake hands with him. I was laughing quietly. <laughs> I did. I met him at the Apple Festival. I know. Brandon told the story Saturday night. Huh? <laughs> the what? I said Brandon told the story Saturday night. Put, put Dean Malenko to match against Earthquake. B. Collins and uh, Terry were at the uh, Valley Vibes. No, he didn't wrestle. I knew he posted that he was excited for it. I figured he was just going to the concert. He went. There was uh, the last band that played the... Uh, the one you sent us the picture of? Yeah, said that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he had heard of them, and he was looking forward to seeing them. Okay. Uh, them dirty roses or something like that. Yeah. So he told the story about us meeting Malenko. Well, uh, it was me, Brandon, Terry, and Kevin Ryan sitting around talking. Oh, fuck his leg. Uh huh. We sitting around talking <laughs> and uh. Oh shit. Kevin Ryan you was can't asking. Hit a quarterback low. Do what? You can't hit a quarterback low like that. Oh, no. That got flagged immediately. I think he's okay. I hope he is. I didn't know the I think that's one of those, like, that should be like a targeting call to me. Right. 15 yards in possession. Helmet to helmet, throw that out. Because you got a quarterback just unprotected, and you're hitting him in his knees. That but one anyway, I could see because he was falling. There. He was falling. He didn't mean to hit him in the knees. But still, that's a that should be a penalty. Yeah. But y'all are talking, and it gets brought up loud. Uh, Kevin talks. Kevin Ryan was asking, you know, who's some of the people that we watched when we were younger growing up, you know, who influenced us and stuff like that. Right. And uh, Brandon brought up Dean Malenko, and he actually was like, I actually got to meet him one time at the most random place. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard this story. Oh, God damn. Did he tell you how it happened? Yeah, he's been walking. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, motherfucker got it. Oh, look at his hand. Oh. Yeah. He's throwing up trip signs. That's at least one broke finger. Do you see his hand? Yeah. yeah. He's like, deuce, deuce, homie. 
But yeah, he brought it. He brought it up. Told the story. Bro, literally, we're sitting there. He goes, "Ben, that's Dean Malenko," and I was like, "No, the fuck, it's not." But thirty minutes later, we see him get Ben. That's Dean. No, it's not. And we keep seeing him. He goes, "This Dean Malenko." I was like, "Maybe it is." Yeah, he's like, "I just got to hear him talk, and I'll know." And then he said something. He's like, "God damn it, is." Dude, we follow him into an oven mitt store, like an <laughs> oven tent. That's and his wife's looking, and I was like, "We're kind of eavesdropping, just hearing him talk to his wife, right?" Yeah. And he says something, and Brandon's grabbing my arm like a little schoolgirl, giggling. And I said, "He goes, it's him." I said, "I'm still not sure." So I said, "Hold on a minute." I said, "Hey, I hate to ask you a question, but you're Dean Malenko, aren't you?" He goes, "Yeah." And we took Dr. Man, he goes, would you believe I only came here because I didn't think I'd get recognized by anybody? <laughs> so we talked to him for a little bit, get some advice, get our picture took with him, and it was pretty awesome. From then on, we started referring to him as our friend Dean. That's funny. Kind of like our friend Kyle. Yeah. But our friend Dean could whoop our friend Kyle. Oh, yeah. Uh, that brings us to the main event. Grand Slam Diamante Edition for the AEW World Title. John Moxley defeats Brian Danielson. This is not good. Uh, I honestly thought uh, it was hit some bad booking. I thought Danielson would go over. I did too. I did too. <gasps> it wasn't a bad match. I know you're. Especially after he cut the promo of what I've been saying. Since I've been here, I've lost to this guy, beat him. This guy, beat him. The only guy left sitting is Mox. I was like, okay, they're going to do the right thing. And nope, they didn't. But I agree with you. It was a really good match. Uh, Cornette, who hates Moxley, actually put the match over and said it was the, uh, oh, damn, two is hurt, hurt. Oh, yeah. I think it's more than a hand. It's probably that hip again. I, yeah, because when it would show the replay, he didn't land on his it's hand. It's not hand. Nothing happened to his hand. He hit his head again. Oh, you didn't see his hand? There was something wrong with a hand. Yeah, he didn't hit his hands. Yeah, because he... No. Look at the way his fingers are, though. It's like he fractured a finger or something, it looked like. Oh. But I... See? But what's weird is he never... He never hit it, he's still, That's what I'm he's saying. He's going up west side with the wrong fingers. Look, laying straight on his back. Unless the elbow jarred something in his fingers when he landed. Because he landed on his elbow. Maybe that drew up his hand or something. It did. It's like he had a stroke stroke hand. Oh, shit. He's out. Oh, shit. On a stretcher. But if you remember when he got hurt in Alabama, it was that heel. Yeah. So, and I hate this. Hell, yeah. I, not just because kid's a Bama guy. Just I hate this for anybody to get carted off. Yeah, because you know that they hate that. Nobody, no player ever wants to get carted off to feel like that. What the hell, what's his name anymore? What was the backup Miami had for years? Uh, With the beard. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So who is the second string? Uh, Bridgewater. Teddy. And there's a sharp decline when you go from two to Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. That's pretty bad because Bridgewater used to be pretty good. Right. Uh, but I'm with you. I thought Danielson would get the victory. 
I can't tell you. Callie buzzed up in here in that sloth outfit some sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say something like that. I ain't got stuff away from water up. Anybody got anything else to say about Daniels and Mox? I mean, nah. not really. Good match. Uh, surprising finish. Thought they would have went the other way, but that's what they decided to do. So, I mean, there's not really much we can say about it. At one point, they're going to have to reward Mox with some time off, though. Yeah, agreed. I mean, the man told you he was taking six weeks off. You agreed to it. Now he's come back and rescued you again. You have to get that man whatever he wants. Right. So I would say he's one I don't think that will ever go back. I don't think so either. What the fuck are you doing? I'm out of this. Josh, focus. What? Focus. I, I, I read a news article about He is. He's giving Will a reach around while he's reading his phone. Well, you know when those two are together, you got to keep phones away from them because one of them will distract the other. <laughs> I was over here scrolling through Facebook listening to you, and Josh had to get up in my business. I was, I was, I was being annoying. You know. Where's he sitting at? He's standing. He's standing. Where do you think Sit he's standing? Sit your bitch ass down. Well, I want to make sure I can be heard. Sit down. Sit Fine. down. When I can't hear me, I don't want to hear you say, George, you need to be louder. Well, you ain't contributing anyway. Oh. You're all. Feels Kool Aid. That's what happened when he landed on his elbow. It's like a nerve or something. Yeah, you know, fucking throwing up gang signs. Miami. <laughs> Miami, fool. MD. MD. <laughs> He's doing West Side with the wrong fingers. <laughs> He's thinking, damn, Bridgewater's coming in. Did you see his face? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. You realize I'm going to stay up until like. Uh, y'all ready for Rampage? Yeah, let's do the Rampage real quick. Uh, this is Rampage Grand Slam from Friday the 23rd. Two hours worth. Two hours worth. And they packed some matches in this motherfucker, too, boys. Yeah, we had eight. First match, Darby Allen and Sting defeated the House of Black. Y'all are probably going to have something else to say, but all I got to say after that is fucking great Muda. Goddamn Muda. Fuck everything else to great fucking Muda. Hang on. If we get Sting versus Muda. They were on the same side. Is Julia alive? Yes, but that's her Her hat is okay, though. Her hat is fine, and she did too. Because this bitch, like, she missed the table completely. Not her <laughs> ass, she's toy nah, table up. That ass caught that corner. <laughs> that ass was hungry, boy. It was eating that table. But she is okay. <laughs> Surprised I don't know how but, much she But, full disclosure, that was all her fault. Oh, yeah. She all she had to do was get the bump, fall back. Fall straight and back. Then she tries to take a fucking flat back and pulls a fuck as Cordette calls... She did a Cactus Jack flat bump like against Mill Mascaris at the Clash of Champions. <laughs> no jobs. No jobs. I just sat there. I'm like, the only thing that hit the table was her ass. Yeah. And you can see that it was like a perfect little two ass cheeks. Yes. Like everything else hit concrete. <laughs> but luckily, luckily her head did not hit that guardrail. That would have killed her. Oh, yeah. 
at that force and that transaction as she was coming down, that would have killed her instantly. She ain't have nobody there to spine bust her her out of the way. No, she'd have been dead. Which, again, that's one of the disadvantages of having young people in prominent positions on TV that want to do shit to stand out. Right. She didn't have nobody there to tell her, I don't think we should do this. Which, you know, how much do the agents really know? Or maybe the agents did know. They're like, hey, all you got to do is fall backwards. Then maybe one of the boys is like, nah, you need to take that like a bump, snap back on it. But Muda was fucking awesome. Hell oh, yeah. fuck yeah. The way he does that mist is so fucking perfect. Sting is going to Japan to wrestle, teaming with Muda uh, for Muda's retirement tour in Japan. Nice. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I hope they can get it brought to the States. And they blocked that one. That's the first kick he's missed all season. Yeah, where's the cheerleaders at? <laughs> Every time they say block that kick, it never happens. The MER not needed. She's in bed. Where as needs to be. <laughs> then we had the man with the no bump claws, Action Bronson and Hook. Defeated Sweet Hand Angelo Parker and Daddy Magic Matt Menard. Daddy Magic. I just feel like I read credits off of porn with those two guys. <laughs> <laughs> what the? I mean, but I am okay maybe because they are entertainers. But I am okay with that. But Bronson, full disclosure, didn't do bad. No, no, he did good. He did, however, about kill himself when he dug one and hit the ropes. Oh shit. Did you not see it? No, I didn't see any of... Okay, you know how we run the ropes. Yep. Everything's to your left. Homeboy ducks one, duck and grab the ropes, turns to his right. Oh. Rope snaps him in the back of the head, and I was like, oh, you should have you took that no bump claws out, because that hurt worse than any bump you could have took. No <laughs> doubt. But they beat him with a double red rum, which I popped for the finish. That was good. So, Tyler, fuck you. I guess I'm the one that watches Rampage. I normally up. do. I just, for some reason, I don't. No, I don't. no, no. You have to understand, like, he was group chatting us all this morning, and I was the only one responding because, you know, it was like 4.30, so normal people are asleep. I was up. I was <laughs> driving to work. He, he sends me a text, private, a regular text, just me, because I guess I'll text you because either everybody's still asleep or the only one, you're not, or you're the only one that agrees with me and doesn't think I'm stupid. <laughs> I had just went to sleep by that time, so. So then you commented on something. He goes, point proven. And then we, something was said about Rampage, about Wardlow. And I was like, he was on Rampage. He goes, who watches that shit? And I was like, well, Tyler, I guess I'm the one. Well, so like I said, got, I normally watch it. I just, I don't know why I didn't this weekend. Well, it's, it's one of those things that like, again, it's usually recorded and there's spoilers out there. If I see the spoilers and there's something I think I want to see, like, I wanted to see this one because I knew Muda was coming back. Like, I knew Muda was there that night because Josh sent it in the group text. Right. And I'm such a Muda mark. Oh, speaking of Muda, off topic, but back on topic of what we was talking earlier, the one I'm going to watch when I go to sleep, whenever I finally go to sleep again, the main event for this TV is Brad Armstrong versus Muda, two out of three falls. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, it should be beautiful. Uh... 
But that was a good match. Then we had Jade Cargill versus Diamante for eh. the women's television title. Eh. Here's my thought on that. The streak has run its course at this point. Agreed. Find somebody. When you're having to bring Diamante in and try to make her a huge deal, you know, it, it's over at that point. She's ran, through, they, she's ran through everybody that there's nothing else for well, they bring up Diamante, they put her with Trina, and then they just have Jade beat her, and then Trina's like, yep, I'm with the baddies. Yeah. Now, I was surprised last night that they didn't come out. Yeah. Because I was thinking, okay, they come out, they're going to have, you know, gang warfare, like Attitude Era, which I was, I was down for that. But the baddies just never came out, so... Don't get me wrong, I like Jade. I think she's good. I think she's come a long way. Improved tremendously. What do you think if you were doing house shows, and she could have got a lot of these wins that nobody's seen, or you're putting her with more of the uh, people you're using on Dark and Elevation, she could have got a lot of wins on there. Maybe started her streak on TV at like 20 instead of 1. Maybe it would be better, but now, I mean, now... If she's going to run through any more people, it's going to have to be main roster girls. And at that right. point, I'm going to skid all over it because then you're killing your you're killing your roster just like they did when Britt was beating everybody. Well, again, that's another thing that happened with Ruby. Ruby went up against Jade and lost. Yep. And I don't know if their division is big enough for two women's titles, honestly. I don't think so. I mean, I don't. Uh, I mean, unless you made one like a dark title. I mean, they, don't get me wrong. They have the talent to make it believable for two, but not the way they book girls. Yeah, the women only get one statement a week on Dynamite. If that. Well, the good news is Cornette was talking about this on the podcast that, you know, Tony Khan just uh, copyrighted the phrase all elite women. So maybe that's another show that we're going to that'll focus more on women. I was curious if he was doing that for like a, a line, a new show, a, a reality show, something. I'm, I'm hoping it would be a new show. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like women's wrestling when it's good, but it's not good in either company right now. Agreed. And it's not the talent. The talent is there in both companies. It's the booking. It's the 50-50 booking. Or going into matches where you know who's going to win it. Yeah, or obvious booking. Like going uh, into Bailey against Bianca's group or Bianca against Bailey's group. You know who's going to win those matches. Right. Because they're going to keep Bailey and Bianca strong and the. Everybody else can flip flop. And that's what they do. Everybody else can lose this here, lose that if there. If Alexa beats EO, then Dakota's going to beat Oscar. Uh, right. Vice versa. God damn, just drive his ass down. Cincinnati just, they playing aggressively tonight. Well, he was unnecessarily rough about it. Unnecessary rough, rough, roughness. Speaking of unnecessary roughness, Andre. He does not eat raw meat because Andre is vegetarian. I recorded that the other night. I used to watch that every year before football season. I, uh. It was on TV and I recorded it. I was like, yeah, that's what I need to keep on here. Oh, yeah. Such a good movie. But that brings us to uh, the next match. It was, it was really good. It was uh, 
Ring of Honor World Champion Samoa Joe and AEW Television Champion Wardlow against Josh the Goods Woods and Tony Nese. Yeah, Joe and Wardlow, of course, pick up the victory, but it was really, really good. Well, you got four guys in that match that are good, so you can definitely... Hell yeah. Definitely I just wish they would do more with Woods and Nice. And I think they will. I think, again, that's them not having a Ring Booker. of Honor time slot. And I love Mark. I love smart Mark Sterling out there. He uh, he actually took a few power bombs. Joe and uh, Wardlow pick up the, or as they call them, uh, Joe War or something like that. Ward War Joe or something. War Joe, that was it. And they had matching gears. So I'm like, huh, is this like a a long term thing? Huh. Then we had uh Jungle Boy Jack Perry against Ray Phoenix. Good shit. Real good shit. Yeah. Uh Jungle Boy picks up the victory. Uh honestly, man, uh probably the biggest win of his career. I could agree with that. I think that's bigger than the tag titles because it was just him. And Ray Phoenix is taught it right now as the best Mexican wrestler in the world. So I don't know that I agree with that. I think El Idolo, Rouge, and Bandito are as good, if not better. Actually, I think Idolo is the best Hispanic wrestler in the world right now. Yes. But you don't get to see it because he's not used. But uh, Phoenix is really good, so I won't shit on that at all. Uh, but the match is really, really good. Next, we had Sammy Guevara versus Eddie Kingston. Shit fucking finish. Yeah, here's a dusty finish. Eddie gets the victory with a, well, not a dusty finish. Dusty finish is a fuck due to outside interference. Yeah. Or a referee knockdown. This was just fuck. Eddie beat his ass. I mean, the whole fucking match just beat his ass. Put him in a stump, puller, and won't let it go. So the referee calls for the bell and reverses the decision. That's what gets the decision reversed, but all the other shit doesn't. Right. The young bucks kicking people with thumbtacks in their shoes after a match, not not adhering to the five count of in the ring, not not holding the tag rope. None of that gets you disqualified, but this does. Consistency in booking, people. It has to be there to make this this stuff we do believable. If it's not there, you look like a monkey fucking a football. If and that's what they made. That's what they everybody. made. Was it Bryce, Josh, or was it Paul Turner? I think it was. Who was the ref in that one, Josh? Bryce or Paul? Which match was it? The Eddie and Paul. Made Paul Turner look like shit. What was Woody's one rule? Don't make my referees look like shit. Yep. Right. Which I'm going to have to have that talk at RCW too. I've seen way too many blind tag spots. Don't make the referees look like shit. Well, when you have a tag team tournament and that's all there is is tag team matches, you're going to have some of the... <laughs> so what I said, I've seen way too many. Damn near every match had one. Right. 
That's like double downs. If we're doing a tag team tournament, don't fucking do 15 double downs. Trust me. Uh, breaking news, I've booked all the teams for the tournament, and I promise you there won't be any double downs that are done the same or any blind tag spots that are done the same with the guys that I've booked. We'll talk about that off air. Oh, yeah. We're not going to let it all go at one time. But a shitty finish to me, Eddie Kingston won that match. Sammy got zero response when he came out, which means he has zero heat. He has Xbox heat. They don't care what he does in the ring. They don't give a fuck about him. And it's horrible that a guy with such talent has that reputation with the crowd. The whole thing with him... They hate him worse than they did Cody. The mystique with him went away whenever the whole... uh, Getting engaged to the one chick and then a week later he's banging Ty. Yeah. That's when everybody's like, fuck this guy. Yeah, and it's, you know, to me, if I'm the owner of that company, if I'm the booker of that company, you know, let's say, let's take... You know, let's say it's not AEW. Let's say it's, you know, let's say he wrestles for, you know, we're running a major company. I'm not the owner. I'm the booker. He's off TV for a while. Yeah, take some time off. I mean, he's off TV for six months minimum. Let every Friday forget about him, then bring you back and see how he does. But I'm not cramming that shit down people's throat. What? And that's what they that's what they do is like, oh, well, they, they he's a heel. He has heat. No. He doesn't have heel heat. He has, we don't give a fuck about you heat. I mean, it's not only that. I mean, you're going to say keep him off TV for a while. Okay, that's all well and good. You keep him on TV, but you can't have him. He don't keep his fucking mouth shut on his damn vlog. Right. So it'd be one of those things like, hey, dude, you got to shut the blog off while you're off TV. You know, all that's doing is burying you even further. Right. Same way with the Young Bucks. And, you know, Josh and I watch BTE, but uh, luckily with the Bucks, a lot of time BTE is not really about them. Wouldn't you agree with that, Josh? What's that? BTE is not really about the Bucks. BTE is not always about the Bucks. No, there's times that there's been weeks on the end that the Bucks has never been featured. Well, I mean, they're always featured at the start of it, if you'll remember. They're, you know, leaving the airport in Rancho Cucamonga or, I guess, L.A., maybe. Right, yeah. And they're going into whatever town, and then they'll usually hit up a mall and show you what shoes they bought. Then yeah. after that, it's- they're very seldom, if at all, even on the show. Sammy's vlog, though, centers around Sammy. It's all him, yeah. Yeah, so I'm with you on that. It's one of those things to where, you know, yeah, you got freedom of speech, but you also got to deal with the backlash you get if you're going to keep doing it. Freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. Exactly. That's where I was like, hey, you don't have to take the vlog down, but you don't, you're don't. you not on it for a while. You right. know, film your, film your buddies, film Fuego, film uh, uh, Griff Garrison, do some bits. Uh, you and Ty are not to be on the show for a while. You know, the longer you're on there, the longer I'm going to have to keep you off TV. And at that point, you're just getting downside because we're not going to make merch of you. We're not going to make figures of you in that six months. Yeah, I'm going to tell Jazz Wears, hey, don't do any Sammy or Ty figures till after we brought them back to TV. Right. Tell merch, hey, don't put any new Sammy or Ty merch out. They're off TV for six months. We'll repackage them and bring them back then. And then maybe you can save him. If not, 
Dude, he may have seen his career over some pussy. I mean, he's coming close to it. I mean, granted, it's probably phenomenal, but is it worth your career? I ain't never found none that good. Me neither. I'd probably run from it if I did. <laughs> Will's looking at Josh right now, winking, ain't he? He's saying his back pussy's that good, Josh. <laughs> that mussy, that man pussy, the mussy. Yes, some that mussy. That brings us to the hangman Adam Page winning the golden ticket, number one contender battle royal. Does that shit not sound familiar to you guys? Yeah. How the fuck? Dude hadn't missed a kick all season. He just had one blocked and he just doinked an extra point off the goalpost. Hey, you guys are ahead of me. <laughs> How weird is this? I just seen the touchdown. That's a nice touchdown. He's just now going for the kick. Oh, I bet he don't make it. Take a hundred dollars and don't make it. It's really weird the jar in front of me. So everything but Amazon Prime, I'm in front of y'all on, apparently. <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings us to the main event of Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs in a lights out match. This was a fucking banger, guys. Fuck, yes, it was. So I remember good. seeing this. Starks showed heart, passion, and charisma. I loved it. See, I think I may have had Dynamite on, but only paid attention to what I wanted to see, and this is part of what I wanted to see. Yeah, that too. That brings us to NWA USA from Saturday the 24th. Are you ready for the first match, guys? What you got? Defending their newly won NWA United States Tag Team titles for the first time were the Fixers. Fixers rule! Against the gold rush of Marche Rocket and Jordan Clearwater. Uh, fixtures were great. Uh, won it with a very brutal tag finish. Glad to see Jay, the young Tigers on Jay Bradley picks uh, Wrecking Ball up like he's going to give him a belly to back and then just drops him face first onto the opponent from oh. about six foot in the air. God. Yeah. I don't know what was more impressive, the guy taking the move or Bradley forgiving it. Well, he came in like a wrecking ball, so. Because wrecking ball ain't jumping for no damn body. True. He did a little, he did a little hip swivel thing that was in there because Jordan Clearwater done the hands-on-the-head sexy party dance. <laughs> and then he did it, and Velvet goes, that is not the hips that I want to see. Those hips are lying. Oh. Uh, then that brings us to... The final semifinal match for the uh, NWA National Tourney. The finals will be a three-way challenge. Uh, Thrill Billy Silas defeated Judia, Judias with Sinister Minister, who started to get involved in the match until Chicken of the Sea caught his bluff. And it was awesome because at one time he pulls a punch back and she lets out the most god-awful scream. <laughs> It was awesome, but Thrill Billy hits him with the uh, super rotated uh, Abyss Slam. Nice. Uh, so the finals will be Dak Draper, former NXT talent, versus Chris Adonis, versus Thrill Billy Silas, 
for the number one contender for the national title. <coughs> then we had a sixth way to determine the number one contender for the NWA light heavyweight championship, or junior heavyweight, I'm sorry. Kerry Morton defeated Mike Bennett, Kobe Carino, PJ Hawks, Joe Alonzo, and Peter Avalon to become the number one contender to the NWA Junior Heavyweight Championship at hard times. Goddamn pretty Peter's back. I say oh, he looks good, too. I really thought they was going to put there Bennett over. pretty about that Peter. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I've got Peter on the mind again. <laughs> Speaking of Peter, have you ever looked at the Amazon Prime logo? It looks like the underside of a Peter. <laughs> Now look at it and tell me I'm wrong. Oh, I... who's, pull, who's pulling the logo up? None of us were lazy. It'll come back on the TV in a minute. You'll see it. <laughs> I was waiting on for it to come back on. They're showing freebie commercials right now. Yeah, I just got there, asshole. Hey, shut up. They just showed one right when I said that, but I forgot you're ahead of me. Uh, also... Tyrus has decided to cash in his lucky seven opportunity and relinquish the NWA World Television title. Oh, they're keeping it warm for me. And it's now a triple threat match at hard times. It is a triple threat match. Tyrus versus Cardona versus Trevor at hard times. The TV title tourney will start next week on, uh, I'm assuming, USA, because that's what show I was watching. Uh, NWA Power from this past Tuesday. 927 was a special uh, Pretty Empowered edition hosted by Pretty Empowered. I'm okay with that. I won't go through everything they did, but it's worth a watch to go back when it comes out for you uh, to watch it on Friday if you're a regular watcher. If you're a All Access member, you can watch it uh, anytime after Tuesday at 6.05, but uh, they did some funny skits, so it's worth going back to watch, but Marty Bell defeated Maddie Workowski. Okay, she was dirty. On, Go ahead. She was in the uh, battle royal gimmick. She's and, the one uh, that ran when Max came out. Yeah, she had the the gear on that said "Just Maddie" or whatever. Yeah, that was her. Weird tag match here. Took him to a local hospital. Wonder why they didn't take him to a local medical facility. Cause that shit don't exist anymore. There you go. Uh, this uh, is a weird tag team match here. Well, actually, if you yeah, see yeah, the graphic yeah. at the bottom of the screen now, it says Medical Center. So he don't look like he. See, look at the Prime Video logo in the corner. It's the underside of a pain. <laughs> Tell me you don't see it. I don't know if I've ever looked at the underside of Why do we get so sidetracked? Squirrel. Because uh, we all seen scurry. <laughs> Dude, there were two Who was riding with us tonight when, I, when I did see scurry, Jason? Was it Will? Huh? It was you the night I did see scurry, wasn't it? It was me and Josh that didn't see it. No, when I seen it with Jason, were you with us or was it Josh? I was with y'all. Okay, I couldn't remember who it was. Hey, they better tell him to go suit up. You hear me? 
Do what? Tell him to quit talking and go suit up, Jason. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's see. Uh, weird tag team combination here, but the Dirty Sexy Boys teamed up with Sour Naro and Gags the Gimp to take on the Spectaculars and the Ill-Begotten. Okay. The Dirty Sexy Boys, Sal and Gags won. Will, we need to get you the Gags the Gimp graphic tee that NWA is selling. Oh, God. <laughs> Go to NWA shop and look at it and thank me later. What? Uh, semi-main, Rhett Titus defeated BSDICCC. Say, say, say. When, uh, ah, oh, shit, what's his dad's name? Uh, Halloween, say, say, say. When Halloween, say, 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 accidentally blew the mist, the mist in his son's face. The mist? The mist. He mist? He mist, my friend, he mist. <laughs> the main event, two-on-one handicap match, the now of, uh, Hell Collins and his partner. Uh-huh. Defeated Scion by countout. Scion suffered a leg injury. Luckily, remember, this was all filmed uh, August 29th, 30th, and 31st. So he's got plenty of time to heal up before hard times. Right. Uh, and they announced the 10 people that will be in the NWA World Television Title Tournament. They will face off in two separate five-person matches. Nice. The two winners will face each other to crown the new world television champion. You guys ready for the list? Who's in the match with me? All right, go ahead, and I'm going to give you the 10 and pick your winners, all right? Okay. Ricky Morton. Hometown boy Jack Stain. Anthony Mayweather. Marche Rocket, AJ Kazana, Caprice Coleman, <coughs> Jordan Clearwater, former world television champion to Pope, Rush Freeman, and Max the Impaler. Uh, depending on how they line up, I can see Jackson Pope being in the finals. For some reason, I think they're going to go with Max because she's in there, but I hope not. But I've got Jax because that would round out him being a world, a national, a North American, a what's it called now? A national again. World tag team and a world tele. He would be, he would have held every championship other than, of course, he'll never hold the world junior title unless like one thigh wrestles. But that would wrap him up of holding all the major belts. Bro, there was a dude that came in the store last night that I swore to God was Jax. It may have been. This guy was a little bit taller than Jax. It's the only difference. Taller than Jax? Oh, damn, he's a monster. Jax is like 6'6". Six, six. Should have got his name. If he wasn't Jax, we'd have made him one. Right. <laughs> But I, I think I might have to go with Jax on mine. Jax or Ricky? Or no, I'd like to see Jax or Kazana win it. You guys got any picks? I would say out of the list, Jax is the best choice. 
Yeah, I agree. That's what I was saying. Jack's out of one bracket, uh, Pope out of the other one. Let them go at it. Let them go at it. I can see it coming out of Jackson Mayweather, though. Or that's the reason Jacks doesn't win is because him and Mayweather. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, it depends on how the five people spread. Right. And it's supposed to start next week, so yeah, on either USA Saturday. I don't know by the time we go to RCW Saturday night uh, if the first five ways happen. If not, it'll happen on that following power on Tuesday. Okay. We're speaking of RCW, this Saturday night, October the 1st, 2022, live from the Tabernacle of North Georgia Wrestling, Woo! RCW presents the final four, 3890 alternate 52, Chatsworth, Georgia. Doors open at seven, bell time is eight, adults are kid, kids are, kids are seven, under four is free, police, fire, military discounts. Also, ask about our family force pack special to save you some money. Visit the Renegade Diner for a snack and a cold drink, or it's not supposed to get above 70 degrees on Saturday. So a hot drink, if you need some hot chocolate or coffee, we'll have it for you. Uh, Going to list some matches we got coming up. We've got... No Limit champion Jake Murphy returning to defend against Cousin Cletus. Uh, I'm kind of eager to see how that goes because Chris Payne, remember, said on site he's on got Jake in his, in his crosshairs. You say something? I said on site, baby. On site. Then we got a guy who's, who's not one, but he's kind of on a roll delivering some great matches and especially great promos is Torque. Going to take on half of the new RCW Tag Team Champions in Brent Banner. That should be a really good match. Wes, don't call me, oh my God, Blaze has issued an open challenge. And the finals. The final, go ahead. Oh, Josh was saying something. Oh. And the final four elimination match for the RCW Championship. Alex Michaels versus the world's greatest athlete, Johnny Viper, versus the maniacal Zach Malone versus Jason Hampton. Elimination match to determine the new RCW champion. Jason, you're the only one here this week. Uh, give us some thoughts going, you know, really two days out from this match, basically. I. Basically, just get out there and do it like I do all the time. Give it my best. Put in, put in work and whoop some ass. As the kids say, you gonna give it a hundred. Give it a hundred. A hundred. I picture now. There's like that little emoji over your head. It's like the red one hundred. Red one hundred is underlined. Yeah. Nah, you got a three. Fucking tremendous guys that I'm going up against. They're all fucking good. Well, not only that, you gotta you gotta always remember you get that sneaky ass fucking Whitney at ringside with Alex, and then we've also seen that he's formed that seems to have formed an alliance with uh, Big Red Adams too. Yeah. See, we've got a. You know, Red, I can do something about. Whitney does have a legit manager's license, so I cannot make her leave ringside unless I catch her doing something. Uh, I can, you know, make it to where Red's not there to make it a little little more even. But I tell you, you might want to 
keep your eye on Johnny Viper too. There's some there's some things going on. I'm not a hundred percent sure about what's going on with Viper right now. Okay. He's uh, you know, we've known Josh for a long time, and uh, I'm kind of seeing some early Illuminati access type things in his behavior here lately. If that makes sense to you. I will keep that in mind. Uh, Zach, you know, he's crazy as shit. Yeah, he's, I don't know, something happened to him along the way. He's kind of lost his mind. So just be on your toes and watch your P's and Q's. And on the way home Saturday night, we can record a podcast with the new RCW champion, hopefully. Bye, Benjamin. Bye, Will. Love you. See you Saturday. Will, you want to pop real quick before you leave? Pop. His pop is that he's caught up on all his TV shows. I had to binge the whole season Even Monarch. of NCS Hawaii and the last <laughs> season of regular NCIS. Are you caught up on Monarch? Yes. Yes, he is. So he said, good. So he good. said earlier that it was getting really fucking good. So it, it starts off slow. Wouldn't you agree, Will? The first episode, you're like, I mean, come on. Like the first episode, though, like... It's one of those you have to understand they're setting it up. <laughs> yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. It starts slow, but once it gets going, you're like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, it's there's really so good. much if shit. You're not watching, if you're not watching Monarch, you should be. Okay. It's like Dynasty in Dallas, but with country music involved. Or if you're not 100 years old, it's like Empire yeah. and Nashville had a baby. Dynasty and Dallas were both out in the last five years. Those suck. Those remakes. I like the Dynasty remake. <laughs> Dynasty and Dallas was when I still had a fucking bedtime on Friday nights. God damn. <laughs> the Dynasty remake is fucking good. So it, Dallas it was, was on last Dallas week? Dallas was before TGIF was a thing. So it was on last week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is before Chickamauga had restaurants. God damn. All right, well, I love you, and I will see you Saturday. Love you. All right, I need to try to rush this. Down. Let us know you make it home. All right, well, uh. So for anybody that just listened to that and said, well, Ben's playing favorites, I'm not playing favorites. I'm okay with who, you know. You know, Josh. He hopes I win because I'm his it. best friend. I'm okay with whoever represents my com- our company as a champion. But my best friend is also in this match. So, yes, I would like to see my best friend become a champion at a show he's never had a shot at the title at and bring that belt home. Damn right. That's no offense to the other three competitors in there. That's just my homie. No, you only got one foot. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Who carry Von Eric? I thought you could have one foot. No, in the pros, you got to have two. You talking about Kerry Von Eric? No, we're talking about this defender on this almost interception you're about to see. I just seen it, but you said he only had one foot, so I thought we were talking about Kerry. Oh. Well, on that note, uh, that's our... Uh... Ooh, he may have had two in. No, nah, he didn't. That second Dude, one... that front throw drug as soon as he caught the ball. See? Uh, no, that one was out first. Well, that will wrap it up. Jason, do you want to give them a heads up of what's next? I mean, that's it for our news and reviews. 
do you want to give them a heads up on what we've decided to cover as a topic for discussion this week? And then we'll come back and discuss. Well, that's what I was about to say. We've already been two hours and 15 minutes on our review. So we've went, we've actually gone long. Then we don't have to do a discussion this week. We so can save it for next week. We'll save this discussion for next week and we'll just come back and we'll do our pops and our push and we'll be, we'll close this thing out. Well, me and Josh will do our pops. Well, I can I can give another pop too. Uh, you pop a lock. I pop lock and drop it. You pop a dog. You gonna shoot yourself in the cock? <laughs> no, on that note. Bob, sorry. On that note, pop, we'll be right back. Pop, pop a dog was a sellout. <laughs> and go. Hey, we're back. Hey, we are back. Uh, went really long on that. Uh, <laughs> review. that review section but we uh, got to talk some shit let everybody know our opinions on what happened which we don't do very often we normally just rush through so right so we got our discussion in our reviews yeah uh, next week is the first week in October so we can either start the month with that review that we had planned for today or we can go ahead and do the watch of all I will talk more about that through the week. So, guys, just... I, I like to kind of get them consistent where we do the same thing at the first of the month. You know what right. I'm saying? I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree. That way we kind of know what we got going, what we got coming along. Right, right, right. Uh, if we wanted to go through when we do the watch alongs, if we wanted to watch the match and take notes beforehand so we can kind of be like, hey, watch this coming up. That's what I was saying, especially when Will pitched that other match that we were going to do a watch along to today, I was like, okay, well, which one? Right. Because, you know, both of them are me, me, that's 1A, 1B in there. They were both equally as good, in my opinion. Agreed. But that could be Will's watch along whenever we get back to. I think that January or February is what we said. Yeah. Yeah. Because so we'll got... say that. Maybe he'll pick one, Josh will pick the other one, watch them both and compare the two to each other. There you go. But yeah, I'd say let's uh, let's try to shoot to do the uh, the watch alongs first week of the month. That way we know. That sounds good. So that means yeah, that next so week our watch along is gonna be uh, America's Most Wanted versus Triple X from the first show of the second year of TNA. Uh, they were still at the Asylum. If you're a subscriber to Impact Plus, it's on there. You'd go to weekly pay-per-views. Uh, I don't know how it's done, but it would be like, it would either be episode 53 or season two, episode one. Right. And we'll figure that out once we get to it. We'll let y'all know 100%. <laughs> and I'll double check, and I'm sure Josh will too, and we'll make sure it is on YouTube. And uh, we'll go ahead and put the link up for that this week, Josh. Is that cool? Yeah, it's good. Hey, and then we'll put it up again the day before we record that way, or the day we were recording that way it's fresh too. Our watch along with that we did with uh, Owen and Brett, it's our second most watched video on YouTube with uh, 25 views. What's the first one? Uh, <laughs> the first spinners of recorders, it's at 37. <laughs> oh, we're me, we're me and Will fucked you? Yeah. That fucked him. We fucked him. It wasn't we were there. I wasn't even there. It wasn't on. We were there. <laughs> yeah, so we'll get back on the YouTube then this next Wednesday when we record to do the watch along. 
and then after that, for the watch along at the first of the month in November, Jason has selected Bret Hart versus Chris Benoit, Eddie or uh, Owen Hart tribute match from the Kemper Arena on Nitro. And Matt Lynch's must, ears must be burning. He just messaged you. All right, Tanner with a fumble recovery in the end zone for a TD from last week's game. Ah. Uh, and then we will kick December's watch along off with my pick from the Brian Pillman Memorial Show. I think it was the second one, but you've got uh, Lord William Regal. Actually, he might have still been Steven at the time. I don't remember against Chris Benoit, Brian Pillman Memorial Show. Nice. Uh, you know, January's will kick off with either WrestleMania 25 or 26, Heaven versus Hell or the other one, uh, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels match, whichever one Will decides. February will be Josh's pick. Then in March, we will go back to you fans and let you send us in picks for the remainder of the year. And if so now, Jason you gave us a pop to start the show. You got another one for now, or you just want one of us to go, or what? I I can go ahead and give you another pop. It's actually kind of a two-parter. Uh, this past Saturday was a pretty good day. Uh, even you, even though you're wrestling before thirty in the morning. Well, that's what I was getting to. Saturday was a good day, which led bled into Sunday. Uh. Tennessee got a big win against Florida, even though they almost tried to give it up there at the end. Hey, you got to have better clock management. I Clock management and learn how to uh, recover an onside kick. Yeah, he didn't even try to recover that kick at all. I bounced over one's head, and the other one was right there waiting to catch it, and the Florida guy just jumped in front of him. Yep, which, you know, that's very rare for that to happen, so – I don't know if it's more of a knock on Tennessee or an attaboy to Florida. That was an attaboy to Florida. He was just right there, right place, right time, jumped in front of the jumped in front of the player who was, I mean, just ready to take the kick. Hey guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. My asshole said round two. Fight. <laughs> but no, uh, that happened Saturday, and then as soon as the game was over, Josh and I left and went to the, the Valley Vibes Vibe show. Crunk uh, said be there at 8. We got there about 10 after. Uh, the guy I worked didn't show up till about 9.30. The, uh, some other guys who were supposed to have been there early wound up not showing up till 11.30, almost 11.45. Did he have any no-shows? I, I don't think so. I, the band was supposed all the bands were supposed to be done, I think, at eleven. That's the what. bands were supposed to be done at eleven. The last one didn't get done until one first match started about five or ten after one. Yeah, because it was almost one o'clock and they were still on stage when you were group chatting us. Yeah, I mean it was it was crazy ridiculous, but and I had like like you can ask Jason, I was not feeling it. I had the worst fucking headache, and this headache had been lasting all fucking day, and it just got worse. You know, I should have went to a music festival then. Well, I thought I'd been alright. I took medicine. And I wasn't. I I I, I didn't want to just. And I, I I hadn't been to this thing before. I was I was wanting to just you know check it out, but like it was right there in the back of my head. 
It sucked. Where were those? So Tyler, Tyler, are you listening to this? He canceled for your show numerous times, but he wouldn't cancel with a massive migraine for Crunk. Let that sink in, Tyler. <laughs> He's shaking his head right now, isn't he? He was. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, it was a decent. I mean, as soon as the match was over, I changed clothes and left. Yeah, we're out of there. How, how cool did it get that night? It honestly didn't get cool. I was, I was sweating. Right. It's gotten cool this week though. It oh, feels yeah. good. I mean, it's our time of year, Jason. You could tell it cooled off, but. It was uh, it was still warm enough to where it was okay. You know, we're the guys that wear basketball shorts and a hoodie year round till it's snowing. Right. Uh, go ahead with your with your poopy pop. Do what? I said, go ahead and finish your pop. Poopy pop. Uh, match was good. Uh, I wrestled uh, Adrian Ackles. I gave that kid his first match when I was booking TWE. Uh, it went good. I like the way I like the way he works. I like the way he thinks. I honestly didn't even know he was still involved in wrestling at all. He'd been out for a little while. I know uh, him and Will used to work together, so they would talk wrestling a little bit. Huh? Well, I know pretty much when I left... TWE, they were still doing some stuff. And then when Crunk left, he may have did a few of the shots with Crunk, but I hadn't heard anything in years about him. I know he worked Chip's show there for a little while, but I know, you know Chip's been shut down for a while, so. Right. Good kid, good kid. But yeah, that's my pop. It's just it was a fun night, even though it went a little ridiculously long. <laughs> All right, Josh, you got something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My pop's gonna be similar to what Jason did at the beginning of the show. You know, us getting uh getting a chance to go. Where you you steal somebody's pop? Oh fuck off! <laughs> but you know, this is my first pro game as well. First time getting to see the new stadium. Why do you think I wanted to go first, Benjamin? your <laughs> shit. And you know, like Jason said, you know, with that thing's been going on. Even Mister Steal your girl, but Mister Steal your pop. <laughs> you know, like Jason said, with uh, Mister um, Mister. I was about to say, but goddamn, goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm in his head. <laughs> you know, and like Jason said earlier, with everything that's been going on since we moved, you know, it's things, you know, have been, it's been tight, so we haven't been able to do anything, none of us. So getting to, you know, getting to go out, we're giving Saturday Jen, Jen that's going to be, Saturday is Jen's day until we, we head out. So we're not bothering her, whatever she wants to do, it's her day. And, you know, us getting to have, you know, another guy's, not, guy's day, and just, you know, enjoying some games. When we went to the Braves game, we uh we had a blast and you know we talked about it this time we we're like we're leaving because the game starts at one so we're leaving out first thing in the morning Sunday morning yeah we're gonna leave at like oh, eight yeah. o'clock at what time you broke up 
o'clock. Eight o'clock. There you go. And we well, the good news is. I'd probably leave earlier than that. You ain't never been to an NFL game. Get down there and just walk around the parking lot. Experience the tailgating. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we figured. They said, uh, I looked online because Jennifer was like, check the stadium, make sure there's no, like, COVID protocols or anything like that. So I just got on. I think there. really the only thing is, like, a clear bag. That, but you yeah, shouldn't have to worry about a bag. We unless don't Josh even needs. need a bag, so we ain't got to worry about that. Right. But no, I said, uh. Basically, it said there are no protocols they're they're having to follow right now, and just uh. Did you check to see if there's no cash? Cause you got a bad habit of that. Yeah, it's cashless, so we're gonna have to do something about putting it on a card. Cause that's what I like to do. I like to have cash. They had, they said they have like the reverse ATMs, put the cash on the card, like they have at the Braves games. Just have Jennifer put money on her cash app card and take it. And I got mine. I got yeah. a cash app card too. Just do that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's the easiest thing to do. Yeah, because that usually right now the only thing they've got is, you know, everybody's got the clear bag rule. Right. Uh, and then everything's cashless right now. Oh, good. I'll give you my pop of the week. I'm grateful I don't have to go watch the Falcons and the Browns play. <laughs> Nah, fuck me. I'm I'm happy for you guys. I like football, so I watch whoever plays. But I hope y'all have a good time. And uh, we got to get together. Uh, we got to do the guys guys trip more than once a year. Agreed. Right. Even if we just take a day and go to a a lookout, a Rome Braves game, a UTC football game, go to Dave and Buster's or Top Golf for the night. Just the boys. We need that. Right. Yeah, we need that. Girls need to have the girls' night, you know. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The podcast is great, but that's family. That's everybody. Uh, you know, we need we need a night with us. They need a night with them. Uh, we need to plan one, you know, probably after the holidays, honestly, because it being tight for y'all, you know, it's tight for me, too. I've not been able to work. Luckily, I uh, did sell the van, so I got a little extra cash in the – in the bank right now for that right but uh plan something after the first of the year we'll figure something out do that yeah. but uh even if it's just like tyler was trying to get us to do getting me to cancel the valley vibes and just all of us go hang just, out down in his yeah just house. go hang out at his house drink and record a podcast right yeah and i mean pretty hey. much he's available at least one night a weekend for that i'll tell you what we need to do we need to go to that fucking axe throwing place there in East Ridge. Yeah, well, I can't, but they got a bar. Okay, I can. <laughs> so, uh, I guess my pop for the week. Let me think. Let me think. You know what? You know, everybody knows the story about me in this house, and you know, I'm getting it. it, it pretty much gave to me i'm gonna pay my parents a mortgage while they're still living once they pass it's mine free and clear but uh last week we had a metal roof put on uh yesterday and today we had the uh, under the house uh finished you know we had it uh there was some mold under there I got the mold cleaned up got it blasted uh got it laid down there's cover all over it now i got the water line under it done uh, Brandon's buddy Chris at Two B Sure Construction is coming in to redo the sub flooring that's wet. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yep. 
and lay flooring, new flooring in every room of the house. Of the girls' room, uh, we're gonna stain the outside of it a gray with a red door to match the uh, roof and red banisters. Uh, just you know, happy to you know to be a homeowner and be able to be getting all this stuff done before I buy the house. Oh yeah, uh, that's my pop. Uh, y'all ready to push one? Yeah, I've been I, I've been pushing one all day, son. I did earlier. Uh, we no, just I went. We just a... went round for about round two. Another turds. <laughs> so Tyler, we're on. We're on the upper swing, buddy. I'll be there Saturday. Oh yeah. Uh, another pop. Glad Kenzie got her car fixed. Uh, ended up just being a cool pack. Luckily, my ex sister in law Tiffany's husband uh, Ben has extra cool packs at home. Charged her forty bucks to replace it. Good to go. Yeah, I'm glad it was something easy and quick. Me too. Like Josh, easy and quick. Bazinga. Uh, anybody got their pop one in their head? Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and push one. It's, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this guy. He, uh, <laughs> I said pop one. <laughs> <He doesn't push laughs> one. I got one in my head. It's this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a indie guy kind of getting a chance. Oop. Doing a little bit of stuff on a uh, little oh, bit no. of stuff on Dynamite here recently. Luigi Primo, he likes to throw pizza dough and Not shit. Guys. I'm going to kick you in your fucking dick when I see you. <laughs> uh, nah, for real though. Uh, Not your balls. I'm kicking you in your dick. <laughs> you can't aim that well. The fuck I can't. <laughs> Oh, what a catch. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, nice. So nice. Good old Tyree. Uh, nah, I'm just going to go. I'm going to stick local and just say uh, keep an eye out on Chris Payne. I like that. Uh, the guy's good. He's putting in banger after banger. After banger. He's got one Saturday a month free and every Friday, folks. He's, he's with us two Saturdays, and he's at, uh, what was it, GWE? Yeah. Or GEW, or whatever so the hostel show is. He's Saturday of every month open. And he's got it every Friday. Saturdays, if you're running to, I'm sure he'd take them, but kid's good. I was going to go somewhere else, but I'll save that one for next week because I'm actually going to be <laughs> at the show with them the following week. I'm going to be with Payne this week, so. Okay. Uh, Josh, you got anybody on top of your head, or you want me to go? Yeah, I got one. Um, I don't know if she signed with AEW yet, but she's been featured a lot. She was on Dynamite this past week. But Will Nightingale, she's she she really is good. She's she's coming along. I think they're getting ready to sign her, but I, I want to get. As her far shooting. as I know, she's not been signed. And last I heard, they were looking at her for a Ring of Honor Ring contract. Of Honor. Hey, Whatever that means. That. I am fine with that. But I agree. Willow's phenomenal. She's great. Uh, mine is a buddy of mine, a buddy of Jason's. Uh, he used to do a lot of traveling. Uh, kind of got back out of it. Had a family. Now he's booking his own show to give his trainees a chance. Uh, you guys, he's taking bookings. Give Casey Cage a shot. Nice, yes. You want an old school baby face that can get over or an old school heel that can get over, 
look no further than Casey Cage. He's got that old school wrestling mentality. He can train. He can hold seminars for you. He can cut promos. Anything you need done, Casey can do that for you. And he's uh, he's local area here. He's from the Cleveland McDonald Benton area. Uh, you know, we yeah. use him. Uh, basically, once we relaunched RCW, we listed our guys we had on the roster we wanted to keep and who we wanted. And he was on both mine and Tyler's wants. Uh, so we went out and got him. And he'll be back with us on the 29th and be there every show from then on. So, yeah. Uh, Look him up on Facebook at uh, Casey Stanfield. Uh, give him a shot, man. He's a, he's a hell of a hand. Hell yeah. He's a mechanic, as they say. And I hope that's not who you were going with next week. No, it's not. Okay. It's not. I just knew you said that's. I knew that's the show we were at. Yeah. We talking bidding the baby. Do what? You talking business, baby? I ain't talking business, baby. You ain't talking business? No, nah, not business. Not this. Huh? All right. I like the business, baby. All right. Well, I guess that wraps it up, boys. Yeah, that's going to do it for the turn of the podcast. Hey, it wraps it up guys. like a corn. Hey, it wraps it up like a cornbread condom. Yeah, By God. And for the turn of the buckle podcast, I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Uh, Ben Thrasher and Will Clark sends his love. I was about to say, Will Clark said he is home. So, on that (laughs) note. And Tyler Gazaway, I will talk to you at 4.30 in the morning. I'll probably get that message That's another thing he said. He's got a routine. He's an old man. He gets up at 4.30. He he watches TV. He drinks coffee. He, uh, what else? He gets his son ready. He walks his dog that he don't even like. (laughs) <laughs> then he goes then he goes to work. I'm an old man and got a routine. <laughs> I'd die laughing. You know, I wish I would have met Tyler sooner. I don't know if we'd have hit it off as good then because he was a lot younger. Right. But we probably would have. But Tyler, I love you, buddy, and I'm glad you came in. Uh you came into not only uh the wrestling part of our lives, but uh the uh you know, the the personal part. You become family and we all love and thank the world of you. You too, really Jones. Is. Absolutely, man. We love you. You guys are awesome. <clears throat> well, all right, guys. We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace out, I bet fuckers. he's crying as soon as he hears this. He will, but that's okay. That's why we love him. <laughs>